forge has gone quiet, the bellows blow no more. The forge has gone quiet, the smiths have gone home. Only fading embers remain, and my hearth grows cold. One kiss from you to rekindle it all. Welcome back to Queen of Embers. I'm your Game Master, Daniel Fox. This is the gang the cult. People made find are awesome. You recognize them by now. It's like uh, Game Session 67. We've been Hi. here around. I'm Adam Rose. Um, I'm Mike, the Mike Michaelers. Wait, no. Are we really doing wow. that? Mike wears my sunglasses. What? I don't know. Yeah, we really should, I think. We yeah. haven't done that. Who are you, Mike? Who am I? Who am I? Who, Mike what was your last nickname in Dark Astral? In Dark Astral? Uh, you don't know yet because I haven't showed you. Oh, <laughs> but you're Mike, the boss. boss, Mike, boss. Mike, <laughs> he was boss, the Mike Michaeler. Yeah. Okay. In the player's handbook. Player's handbook, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Or upstairs, Mike. Is it? Is it Mike? Where's my nickname? Is it upstairs, Mike, or downstairs? Mike, Mike? I mispronounce everything. Bossler. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I thought it was Mike. Uh, says, a little Jason the, the character probably it's boss, the Mike Michaeler, which was coined by uh, uh, Chuck. 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 Yeah. It's a uh, Mike. Where's my nickname, Bossler? Oh, that's what. Okay. I have so many. I forget. I think. Hey, who are you? <laughs> um. It's a very existential question. It um, is, right? Yeah. This is not Mad Men. It's like, you're in the right. project existential collapse. Who are you? No. Uh, <laughs> I hate women. God, chill out, Don. <laughs> Damn, right here. Right here. Uh, anyway, uh, I am Kay, or uh, Elisa. I don't know what else to say. That's it. Cool. <laughs> I'm Nico Hare, and I play uh, Warren, Rhodes, and She. I've been playtesting Zoyander since... Beginning. Where well, we go? The beginning. It's <laughs> Corehander. Hey there, old man. Tim. Since Zweihander, <laughs> since before Zweihander was Zweihander. Since before your beard was Corehander. Oh, that's a really cool. Yeah, I guess my beard still had. If you do a robot edition, you should call it Corehander because that's that's great. <laughs> you started with my beard still like color, so yeah, it yeah. That's, that's probably true. I remember Corehander. <laughs> uh, I'm Tim. Uh, I play Banneker, not. Bannister, which is a local mall here, or was. It's a road, right? I thought we were referring to, like, stuff you find on the stairs. Yeah. Or the yeah. whole time. Your banister. Yeah. Get hold on to the he's banister. Let's just we're from St. Hey, Louis. He's a handle. I am old. I do have to hold on to the banister now. I've known Tim since he had no beard. Yes. Yes. Dan and I have known each other since 16 or 17? 17. 17. Okay. 40s now. We, we actually met... Uh, after the ACT, right? But I knew, but then, like, yeah. uh, Eric is a skateboarding. Mm -hmm. That's right. Hi, I'm Jason. Uh, I play Eugene. You're the youngest. I'm the table. new guy, the youngest one. Yeah. In both playtime and in real age. He's yeah. our baby face. Yeah, they guy. like to tell me things like, you didn't watch fucking show with cats growing up? And I'm like, I don't know. What are you talking about? Thundercats. What? Yeah. Thundercats. I get it. Sure. Thundercats. <laughs> Thundercats, Thundercats, Thunder, Thunder. Twenty minute conversation before the session. Yeah. So we're we're on um, our sixty seventh game session 
Dangerous and Close to Episode 69, where all rolls of 69 are crit successes. Right. I can't wait until Episode 70 so you stop saying that. Yeah. <laughs> We've been Remember saying it for like almost like, for like since we get to Episode 60. Yeah, I think, yeah, since, we, since like 60, we've been saying for like the last nine game sessions. See, so you got like two games after that of us remembering like, the 69s. Exactly. So, so consider this. Like, maybe not 100. We've played... Probably not 100 sessions. Consider this. If you assume, if we assume that every if every every session is about two and a half hours, right? So if we're on sixty-seven times uh, two point five, one hundred sixty-seven point five. So we've played. Here's how many days of games we've. Played. Wait, before, before you give that number, if you've been if you've been listening along along this whole time and you, and you feel ashamed for wasting your time, feel free to skip ahead and miss this part. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Timestamp. One hundred sixty-seven roughly hours of game equals about six point nine five eight three three two two three days. Of games, so if we just played for seven days straight. We did this whole thing, guys. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> to O to B fifteen again. Yeah, right? I think. Oh, have to edit it's two and a half hours of video, but there's quite a few bio breaks in there for us. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So no, biologicals no. must happen. To old Lord. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, we got there. <laughs> so let's. And we didn't even go. <clears throat> yeah. Let's just um. Let's. Let's pick up where we left, left off. So, um, we know... It, I'll prime the pump, so to speak, and then someone can take over. Um, we know that the last game session... Uh, the, la the last game session started... Oh, yeah, that's right. What's up? We're not sponsored by Cup. We're sponsored by Zweihander. Boom, Zweihander. The bigger, better, darker Boom, fantasy bombs. RPG. Don't say that. Mm, it's coke. The taste Don't come of, down the on, taste don't of put out an Perilous. I'm going to have to bleep out Coke. Um, uh, <laughs> a very grown Perilous taste. You have no idea what we're drinking. It's a new Dr. Mindbender. Dr. Mindbender, that's right. <laughs> it's at, we're actually microdosing while we play. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I laced everything oh, with just man. a little bit of MDMA. Um, well, now so, the games make more sense. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> how long does it take for, we asked this last time, how long does it take for your drugs to take effect, Elisa? An hour. Well, in an hour, you'll find out if you've been microdosed. <laughs> I started drinking this 30 minutes ago. We well, 30 minutes. They pre-gamed that. They pre-gamed. Uh, no, so last time, we start. We started in the encampment outside of the Bruno Lehman Mines. You had, you had, you had piloted uh, the Madeline uh, through Cauldron Lake, up the Axwater, through Cauldron Lake, and down the Bastards River. And now you're just maybe a few days outside of Durendal, and the boat, you kind of dropped anchor in the Bastards River just outside of the rural Lehman Salt Mines. And of course, to the west, you can see the huge, soaring, snow-capped peaks of the Steadwall, the Steadwall Mountains. Um, and then obviously you know that Brigandine is encamped outside, uh, Sir, um, Sir Ambrose Reich, or... Lieutenant Reich, as you knew him back in the city, but he had no beard. Now he does have a beard because you know Star Trek: The Next Generation. Like it's, I've been sitting on that joke for so long, you have no idea. What? Um, it, I read that joke literally in the beginning of Act One. Um, it's not <laughs> you Act still Seven. Got to use it. Uh -huh. Yeah, finally get to sign, when, when he finally nice. reappears, he has a beard. That was the his why he's named Reich. Riker. Come oh, on. Man. Okay. Um, number one. Number one. No. Number one. This is gonna go to another dissertation. Okay. The shit Mega. you ain't seen. But. So we know that you came here, 
and kind of began to kind of uncover some information, which was Bruno Lehman had left Durendal months back. Basically, right after we left. That's right. Uh, after he was denied a third time by the Baroness, and he has cut off the salt back to the city. If you remember, in Durendal, it is not only just the seat of power in the girdle, but it is also the source of where gunpowder is made. The Night Soil Collective, the Salt Petermen, uh, and the Guiding Hand all kind of work in concert to create gunpowder. And it is the it is really the thing that allows Aglador to have power against the North and other countries now. Um, and this is the source of the this is the source of it. So we know that broadly in the story that Baroness Madeline Dupre is attempting to divorce the girdle from the rest of Aglador. And we learned last game session, in fact, the agent of change, the first minister, Cole Marius, who <clears> is the <throat> spymaster, if you will, uh, of Assassin, the king. spymaster. Little everything, word shots, not words. Uh, and, and the father of uh, Elisa Marius is is in Durendal to see through the transaction of the secession. But what's important there, the leverage that the Baroness has in this relationship with the king to the west King Cassander Malister, um, that she has gunpowder. And the salt must flow. It must come down the Bastards River back to Durendal uh, because there is a, a um, what would you call that? Like a food chain. Uh, like the gunpowder comes, the salt comes down and mixes with the not so collects collection of human waste. Night soil. Um, and then it is crafted by the saltpetermen and the gunpowder. And thus... And this is how it all works, and the Baroness's power is primarily through gunpowder. So that's what's that? economy of scale. Circle of life. Circle of life. Um, that's why. That's why the, you find out that uh, Brigandine is here, uh, along with uh, a salt pyramid named Victor Malik. Uh, and inside the compound is Bruno Lehman, who's been here for some time, and his Brigandine, which includes Sir Leland. A man who you had kind of a bad run in 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 Foundry Square back in Durham, way way back in yeah. Can um, we really limit that Act Two? Yeah, to one person. Yeah, well, you know, the rest of us followed the rules. These things happen. We put we made nice. You did. So you so you came to the table and you parlayed with him, and in that parlay, the discussion was well, we're going to. We have evidence against Bruno Lehman. He clearly is the one who ordered the assassination of Rosalia Mansfield. We get this piece of paper. It's got a seal on it. So with his best man, David, his right-hand man, rather, uh, with Sir Leland's right-hand man, David, you descend into the Bruno Lehman salt mines. What, what happens from there? What do you discover? Well, there's a... Uh... It seems to be quiet at first. There's nobody near the lift or anything like that. And as we're moving along, we see some somebody like kind of scrambling, like they're they're they go off in another direction. We start following them, and we realize that these people are ransacking and looting the place. Um, we're trying to get to them to answer a few questions. But they believe that we're like after them because they're looting when we just want to know what's going on. After that misunderstanding is uh, um, 
cleared up, uh, we know that there are two important people here, and I struggle with names at the beginning of the session every time. Um, Kenneth and Algiers. Algiers, yeah. Algiers and Layman. Bruno Layman, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> we we. They don't tell us exactly where Bruno Lehman is, but they tell us where Kenison Algiers is. So we go and we talk to him first. And he tries to run, but some of you guys were a little too smart and blocked the doorway. And we asked him some more pointed questions. While we were doing that, there was something about the relief that one of you guys noticed, and I can't remember all of it. Was it Elisa? It was Elisa first, and then... Well, no, the day. relief was a match to what was in the esoteric door. No, it was in the La Vinci house. The painting matched one that we saw in the La Vinci house, if I remember. No, the stairs reminded us. It was from the esoteric door. It matched the description of, of the, the painting moss. Painting, yeah. Right. Which... And then... His library had a symbol that didn't match the seal that we saw. That's right. Most importantly, it was in reverse. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Seal. You're talking about whose seal? Bruno Lehman's seal. The seal that we saw on the paper. Mm -hmm. The pig or yeah, the boar? The boar. Yeah, pig. Boar. But we it's really the same thing. We also noticed, uh, <clears throat> I believe it was. Pig is boar. Boar is boar had noticed that this guy doesn't look anything like the guy he had actually followed. And been keeping an eye on in ages past. And, yeah, and kill Tyrion, you know. And um, look nothing like him, but this is either a different man altogether or the man you were following was a falsity. So, which was the other big nefarious bit we noticed. But in the. Oh. Another thing, supposedly, there are. Some um, what Tara would call monsters down here. There, there are rumors of the Siabra that uh, um, supposedly work for uh, Bruno Lehman, and there's two confirmed, but there were rumors of more. Of unknown numbers. Yes. Who knows how deep this And they're setting up mysterious machinery. And it makes mm, yes. a crackling sound. Mm. And we think the difference machine is here. Yes. Uh, but we we followed this man to go find Bruno, uh, who took us to like his office, in which we noticed that the office had like a lacking of substantial documents or anything really in the in the entire area. We found I think it was a, a ledger book sitting on top of the desk with the like. Uh, chest for the coffers, uh, which I believe was empty. I don't, I don't know if we actually. We never looked. I don't think we, we even looked at never, it. Yeah, we never even lifted it. You would, uh, did anybody take the ledger? Somebody did. There were two ledgers, weren't there? Yeah. There were, but were they taken? That's the question. Somebody took. I want to say at least the ledgers. I know I did not. Nobody I know I was going to state it, but I don't know if I actually said it out loud. Oh. I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't think it's your intention to take it. It would have been. Okay. Elisa would never leave paperwork. Okay. I think we were... so, so hold on. So Elisa, if that's the case, you have Bruno Lehman's ledger, but you also gained three corruption. That's fine. Thievery. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, evidence. We'll call it. That's what it, you'll have to. Take. I'm oh, preparing that's so this. Um, so we were taken down 
or to the to the back office uh, through a locked door, which led to his personal chapel. Um, went in there to find a staircase heading down deeper. Um, but the odd bit about the staircase is that it was meant to be defensively held from below, uh, similar to how you would go up a, a defensive tower staircase on a castle, uh, but in reverse, and that we would be at the disadvantage. Headed down into a, a dark room lit by... We'll stop here. Okay. We'll, we're going to rewind just for a moment. So, as you come down this winding stairs, it emerges into this small round chamber with a arch roof. It's, car- it's clearly carved from the white salt cliffs as is the rest of all of the Brutal Layman site mining, site salt mining operation, the barracks above everything else. Um, and inside there are these braziers that are burning with hot coals inside. The air smells of cinder uh, and alcohol. And as you walk in, you see that there is this low stone pool. Um, in the midst of the pool is this short statue about five feet tall of a man uh, with long frayed robes and his one hand is extended out uh, his right hand as if to shake yours with this broad smile and behind his back he has two fingers crossed like such and then dancing around him are these smaller statues of these wicked looking animals slash children uh, like you would see like in a medieval text but kind of carved of stone and their, inter- their hands are interlocked, and they're dancing around uh, this figure in the middle of the pool. There's nine of them. Uh, but the, 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 the statue is, appears to be convivial and jovial, with a very friendly extension, with a friendly expression, but the fingers, of course, are crossed behind his back. I mean, just within the flashing of light from the braziers, you can see there are gold crowns, just gold crowns all at the bottom of this low stone well. Um, and up on the edge, of the pool, on the edge of the lip of the pool, uh, is this fellow who is wearing stained purple doublet, uh, an older looking fellow who's pretty heavy set, uh, not because he's old, but because he lives a life of luxury. Um, and he rolls beneath of his chin, his hair's beneath thin, and he has a pewter goblet in hand. And he takes a long swig of water that's inside of it, and some of it spills on his shirt, but doesn't really seem to look up at you as you come downstairs. He seems almost resigned, and then he says, Are you here to kill me? Sent by my former partners, I'm sure. Well, here's your damn blood money! He looks up with his eyes widened, and you can smell his breath as he tosses a handful of gold crowns as they roll across the floor as you come to the, as you're at the foot of the stairs. I ain't here to kill you. Well, he's here to talk to you. He looks up and he's having difficulty holding his head up. The man is clearly inebriated. But he's sitting. This may not be the best time to talk to the man. Well, I know that. But, but I appreciate you saying that. Look, you see, and I'll start to say, Lord, you need to at least let him know that 
you know, go and kill him. Because that's not what he's here to do. That's not what I'm saying. This is well, now that he's aware of that. Not one for most brutish tactics, but perhaps we just simply apprehend him and take him out of here. Wait till he sobers up. I'm not leaving. I'm dying down here. You're dying, are you? You sick? He looks in the cup, takes a long drink. It's all over anyway. One moment you think you're in control and you have all the power, and the very things that gave you the power become your downfall, he says, taking another long drink, looking longingly in the cup. He reaches over to a decanter and pours more into his pewter goblet and almost drops the, the, the decanter in the water as he wobbles and kind of holds himself on the edge of the pool. Yeah, I know what it's like. I feel like uh, on top of the world than someone who's uh, got other plans that just thinks you're in the way. That's right. Yeah. You have all the money, all the influence, all the power, but it's never enough, he says. You want more. It takes a long drink. You need more. And in the end, greed costs us everything, he says, standing on his two feet. He wobbles for a moment and holds himself straight against the nearby wall. And I'll, uh, when he starts to do that, I'll, I'll start to approach holding out. Um, I don't need your help! As you extend your amount to help him. I've had enough help from everyone. I just... This is the end, he says. He sits back down on the edge of the, of the pool and he pulls out a handful of gold coins and they tinkle as they drop into the pool once again. He drops 50 gold crowns. What makes you so sure this is the end, eh? He looks at the cop. They're killing me. Who's that? Vincent Gelbin, Marcus Sachs, Marilyn Lynch, whole damn guiding hand. Doesn't matter anyway. We lost it all, there's nothing left for me. He says. What'd you lose? All of it. All, all, of what? all of what we had in Durendal. Money, the power, the influence, all of it. And I, I lost the most. I think if you just opened the salt mines again, you would have money again. I told you. The guiding hands coming to kill me, but I'm not going to let him. I'm dying tonight, he says as he takes another long draw from his goblet. Can I can I move to see what's in that goblet or craft he's been pouring out of? Sure. Oh, it's it's his lips are stained purple as are his teeth. It's wine. Okay. I was thinking maybe the the poison Jennifer. You got a plan, friend. Yep, he says. Is that your plan? <laughs> Time for planning and plotting is over. That's all. It's all over. It's all done. Well, I ain't a man. 
who likes to let another man drink alone. Mind if I sit and drink with you? He looks around and grabs another cup off the side of the of the thing, and he puts it in the he pull, takes it in the in the uh, water of the pool and kind of shakes it out to clean it out, and he pours you a cup and hands it to you. I'll walk over and I'll sit next to him. Cheers. He nods his head and takes a drink. So, what's your name? Name? Bruno Lehman, of course. You would know that. I don't know. I ain't never met you. I'm making sure. I was a, I was a man, a very powerful and rich man. We had everything. Now it's gone. He takes the remainder of the cup and drinks it, setting his cup on the side of the lip and holds himself steady for a moment. How did you lose everything? Still have this mine. Still have brigandine gods. Still seem to have quite a bit of power. The same thing that gets every person, every man. Greed. Greed turns to dark things. In our desperation, we turn to someone we shouldn't have. We agreed to something we shouldn't have, but we gave Abel all the power. Abel had control over all of us. Ironic, don't you think? A man, as I was, Abel. Met Abel? No, well, I don't know if we've met him, but we've heard of him. Oh. Right, we haven't met that. We don't know that man from Adam. Who is Abel? Abel Mason? Uh, He's the leader of the Mass Siabra. No, see, Abel spoke to. Uh, what's his name at the academy? The headmaster? Hosdorf, he says. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he says. He. We worked with Felix Hausdorff, we did. To create the metal line. No. To build the burning lenses. Burn lenses? Light the city, he says. Well, like those lamps, uh, glow green. Oh. Light from the algal, light from the sun. To set the city on fire. No. no. To fuel the lamps of the city, we worked with Abel and Hausdorff to build them. He, he gave us the plans, and we did it, and Abel helped us with the Zeppelins. Mm-hmm. He nods. You know? <clears throat> he kind of motions his hand through the air. Zeppelins? That, in, that's plural. Yeah, we know of one called Madeline. Oh, yeah. That one didn't go so well. He says, he lowers his head. Me. We had this idea, you see, during the strife. You know? A way for all of Aglador to conquer the skies as our ancestors had conquered the world in the Second Age and make a machine nobody could withstand. No wall could stand against it. We called it the Zeppelin. We toiled for years and couldn't get the damn thing to work until Felix Hofstorff stepped in to help him. Then there's that accident, that big explosion at the Gildman and Zox Foundry. 
cost us a fortune. We were desperate, and that's when that's when Abel Mason came to us with the plans. He says, "Plans for what? These lenses? The Zeppelin the lenses? He he had all the answers." So is Abel the one that was uh, orchestrating all this, eh? What do you mean orchestrating? Well, you said you lost everything, and you put your trust in him. So whatever trouble you're in is essentially because you placed your trust in Abel. The guiding hand placed their trust in the hands of Abel, and, and even wormed their way to the top, although not directly. You see, Abel can wear the skin of other people. I wouldn't even know if he's among you right now. He turns toward Warren. He can see in your head. He can read your thoughts. And then suddenly this this conversation reminds you of when you were with Felix Hofstorff back in La Vinci Chapter House. He can see, knows it all. A man can see the future. See in your mind, he can know your dreams, and he can squeeze what he wants out of you. And that's what he did in the guiding hand. And we did terrible things at the Lonely Island. So we thought we were just doing what was good for the business. And it was uh, that was the, the beginning of the end, he says. So, Abel was Yabra back in be a guest in your skin. I don't know what Abel is, but he doesn't wear a mask. But didn't you... Oh, I thought you said the word Siobra. He's the leader of the Siobra. Oh, he's a leader of the Siobra. He may not even be a Siobra. Well, alright. So, you've got a problem because someone sent some... supposedly sending some men after you and you think... And your only way out is to die. Some men, the whole guiding hand, they're all in on it. I'm done. I was the weakest link. I started all and I did the worst. And now the, if it isn't you who's going to kill me, it's going to be someone else. And I'm not going to let them do that. Wait, he wait, takes wait. the pitcher and pours more wine in and takes another long swig. What? To Rosalia. Will you be drinking with him? Uh, I'll, yeah, sure, why not? I'll drink with him. Mostly because I want to be there in case he tries to, like, kill himself. I yeah. want to stop him. But I'll drink with him. What if I told you that maybe you Unlike could... Unlike last time. <laughs> what if I told you that maybe you could... Good point. <laughs> what if I told you that maybe you could find some protection? It's all over. You don't understand. This thing's bigger than me. Bigger than you. It's all over. Barony is damned. This infernal contract that they've signed with this devil in a man's skin. Everybody is around this thing. It falls like flies. No, seriously. Like. Who else has signed this agreement besides the guiding hand? Surely not the Baroness. There has been no. Signature is uh, those who participated in the ritual at the Lonely Island. That was the agreement with Abel to see all these things to happen, to place the fres to place the burning lenses in the city, to finish the zeppelins, to go to the Lonely Island and do terrible, 
terrible things, he says. So much death. It's where all the students got killed. Yes, he says. Or sacrificed is probably a better word. Mm. Shadows leading him. The shadows took them in the ceremony. We, you don't. When you're on top and there's so much to lose, you'll do anything to hold on to it. It was like a wet catfish trying to control Abel, and we didn't realize that he was the puppeteer and we were the marionettes the entire time. He wipes his mouth free. So you sound like somebody you may have. Has some regrets about getting The time for regrets is over. A man such as myself and my position has no room for regrets in one's life when you're building a largesse, when you're building a legacy. We've been doing this for decades. We've been colluding, the whole, all of us, the guiding hand to fix prices, to remove the import tax from goods coming in under Rendell. Hell, we are even the ones who suggested to the Baroness to bring the girl status to the city. Bruno. Cheap labor. Bruno, which way does your sigil turn? Which way does it face? He points one direction. Is it the same one that was on the note, or is it the same one that was on the Kinnison's stuff? Same one on Kinnison's. What? What does it have to do with anything, he says. Can you tell me what Kennison looks like? Describe him to me. He described him that you saw him upstairs. You're saying Abel. you don't look like, and I'll, I'll describe him as the way I saw him at the dinner party? Or the ball? He shakes his head. My major domo's never been to Kale Tyrion. Huh. He's been here with me in the salt mines for months. Uh, you if see. Abel wears a different face. Mm-hmm. What if I was to tell you that we want to help you? It doesn't matter. I told you. Death has come. I have put just enough folkbane in this picture here to kill a man of five. Eh, I've almost had folkbanes before. You can live. I can show you how. I'm telling you, you have a chance. You carry all this. You push no, put no room for any regret, and then it piles on you like some great snowball, and the weight is too great to bear. I have done terrible things, irredeemable things. No, nothing could lift that. That's why before the guiding hand kills me or some great ball of fire outside of a foundry kills me, or some assassins come to lure me outside to have me torn apart by wolves. I'm dying here on my own accord. The last thing I have control over is my own life, and I, night father willing, I will take it tonight. I slap that out of his hand. (laughs) It clatters across the floor. Hey, I'm telling you, you was framed, we've got proof, we can clear your name. You don't understand. You're not listening. You think it's simple. 
It's never simple. Who killed some people? I've crushed people in Durindal. Hundreds and thousands of people over decades. You know nothing of pain. You don't understand. Don't pretend that you do. You do things for your... Whatever color you wear on your side, or whatever warrior, funny, whatever duke that you pledge or bend your knee to. The only duke I bend the knee to is the Nine Father. And the only thing I do anything for is for my personal gain, and I. The martyr is coming to collect tonight. I to slap that one out of his hand. <laughs> I'm just taking a drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. Dramatic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say. You, Grawlsteaders. You don't even... You people. How many of you are in Durendal? Outnumbered. All of us. I tons brought you to Durendal. And it was my doing that it put you and all your people in the girdle in a situation you're in. Crushed and seen as the other. You can't take credit for all that. I'm the one who brought you here. I am your father. I am your fucking mother. If it wasn't for me, you would have all died at Stonehold. So I merely had you displaced down here and to, for you to toil and for you to suffer just a little bit longer. Because we all must suffer, shouldn't we? You're trying to test me. I'm just telling you the truth. The Baroness didn't bring you down here on her good wiles. Guiding Hand convinced her because the, the labor was cheap. Yeah, but do you know who he's talking to? He kind of, his mind kind of, he shakes his head. He's talking to, and I'll, I'll uh, open up my um, appell to show that. He's talking to the Dufresne Agency. We can clear your name. Dufresne? Alexei Casimir came marching down here in his youth during the strife and said, I have a flag and a plan. And he put it on Steed's hill outside of Durendal and he said, Look at me, I'm a, I'm a soldier. And that's what the Dufresne are. Pretenders. It doesn't matter. The only person who has control in the girdle isn't you or the guiding hand or the saltpeterman. It's all Abel Mason. The Baroness isn't even a matter. All of it. Senseless, useless. Parading around in your colors and your standards. Pretending to be important. Trust me, I've had a lifetime of it. And I can assure you, it doesn't matter what's on your lapel. It doesn't matter which lord you bend the knee to. Death is coming. And if you listen to me, and I will give you this important lesson that Life is pain and death, and the only control you have is your own life. To take your own life. Otherwise, you're going to be stretched out, put through the rigor, the life of toil in service to others, having no true control, thinking you have some semblance, some fleeting moments. Well, now, I, you see. I don't even subscribe to that amount of control that you described because I've been in plenty of situations where I couldn't take my own life. And here you are, wearing the symbol of the people who you think can clear me or whatever it may be, but you were still in service to another man. You had merely bent the knee to an ideal. 
It won't matter. I can already see the darkness coming. He says as he stands up. Where you go? Where can we find him? Where can we find this old Abel man? Abel? Mason? Mm-hmm. And Durendal, I think. But some of his Siabra and their infernal machines are here in the lower tunnels. What are the machines? There. He kind of wanders for a moment, kind of trying to think as he's, his eyes are dilated. His skin is like really, really pale. While he does that, I go and I cut my hand up against Warren's ear to whisper to him. So you think a good shot to the stomach can make him throw it up? I think it's too late. He's been drinking a while. You don't think we can save him? You probably should not stop drinking that. Oh, I stopped after the first cup. Once you mentioned folks pain, it was like, thanks, I'm good. Oh. He knows so much if we can keep him alive. Like this could be the best fight we have. The, the machines, the Siabra, all Abel Mason's people have been bringing him here for months, testing their infernal machinery in the salt mines away from Durindle's prying eyes and ears. It was part of the agreement, you see, to finish the Zeppelins some number of years ago. Even as we had the burning lenses installed in the city, the machines kept coming. And we agreed that secrecy was important. We didn't want our competitors to find out. And we let Abel Mason and the Siabra do what they needed to do here in the salt mines. But their explorations border on madness. And when they lacked in workers, workers who could understand the machines, we, we worked with the river vipers to bring in slaves, children who were still fresh of mind, who could absorb the knowledge more easily. The Fondling Wheel Orphanage is where we started. We work with others throughout the city to bring more and more children. And the River Vipers ensured a steady flow of them. Where are they at? You what? The River Vipers. Where do you find them? You'll find the Vipers, you hire them. Where do you hire them? We're everywhere. The criminals. You contact up in your ledgers or something. I've mean I, I've been meaning to hire them for some time. Well you need to go to Durendal, he says. How many people are down in the mines then? Children <clears throat> or Siabra or whatever at this point. God knows I I I don't go down the lower tunnels. I fear what I might find. I told you there's no redemption for me. I have done Terrible things. You're starting to convince me. How will we know it's able when we find him? That's the thing. He can wear your skin. He can be me right now and Durindal. I don't even think Rasputin Hexenstern understands what Abel Mason's intending. Hexenstern works for this man? God, no. Hexenstern's too upright. We just... We just manipulated him like a machine... Like a, like a machine, like a horse. Like where you break an 
break a horse. We did the same thing with all of the Velvet Throne. We convinced Hexenstern, the Baroness, the whole lot of them to build these lenses to power all of the lights in the city. And in return, we got the Zeppelins finished. Wait, so you're saying that there's children down there working right now? He lowers his head. The Siabra have been at this for seasons, he says. Well, thanks for that information, but there's children. You already know the answer to your question. Hey, I, got, I got a question. Yes. Did, how, how did you get the differential machine away from Hexenster? <clears throat> the what? The differential machine? Like a big old calculator type thing? Abel Mason brought it. Last I heard, it was Hexenstern that had it, or took it from the tower. Well, Hexenstern wasn't here. We didn't, he doesn't even know anything about what's going on in these mines, save for the fact that we sent salt south, or at least we did. Hexenstern is innocent as it. Children, he says, stammering, that are down what? in the mines of the Siavra. What about the rest of the uh, Bell Guard? Hexenstern to the Lord. I the Bell Guards? Right. All ignorant to the plans. I'm telling you, when I, the guiding hand, One. have engineered this with near perfection, and if it wasn't for Abel Mason and the, his ability to see into our minds, this would have never happened. None the wiser. The lenses are built there in the towers, the bell guards are attending to them, and whatever. Abel Mason has intended for Dorindo, well, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> he begins throwing up on the ground as his eyes begin, he begins seizing and he falls to the floor. He begins throttling around as he's clearly going into a seizure at this point. Warren, is there anything you intend to do about this? This is quite outside the rest of our expertise. That fucker can rot for all I care. I'll try helping him out, I feel. <laughs> Yeah, I'll try to ease his suffering. <laughs> you kneel down, and he's his tongue is bleeding at this point. He's biting down. His whole body is like arrested in like a seizure. Uh, go ahead and make a heal test. This test will be routine. Give it a shot. It's too late. There's no helping him. Well, this is to quickly diagnose. Yeah, fifty-nine. That's 06 success. Oof. Okay. Um, clearly he's been affected yep. by multiple doses uh -huh. of Folkbane, mm -hmm. and you suspect that it's a, m a number of minutes before he expires. Yeah. Um, you would need anti-venom to save him. Okay. I don't think I have that. I don't think any of us have anti-venom. I do. Sorry. Yes. Well, if you're willing to give it towards the cause... We can at least take this man to trial. He's thrashing and rattling. He hears death rattling. I'll, 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 I'll boss, <laughs> save him or kill him? He killed himself. I mean, we I'm going to help this man regardless, so I'm going to go ahead and just do it. He, uh, like, Terran is absolutely silent, just like... Right. Playing. He's on the kill kids, or kill the killer for the kids guy. Kill kids. Right. Kill kids. Kill, kill kids. Kid kill, kid, yeah, it's not... Well, you promised this kids. man. You promised you would not kill this man. I'm not killing him. All right. So I'll I'll, I'll administer it. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. So you give him the um, the antivenom to uh, keep him from dying, mm-hmm. and his his heart rate begins is slows down tremendously, and you can still his his breaths are panicked and short, and he's clearly about to die at the point where you administer the mm-hmm. antivenom, and he is probably going to live, mm-hmm. but. As his eyes blink, he can't move his mouth or his limbs as he is paralyzed mm-hmm. from the neck down. He will live, but he will not be able to speak or, or ambulate. Mm-hmm. Well, he ain't dying today. Yes, but the information he told us is merely conjecture to anybody outside of here. Right. I'll look over at his man. You heard it all. Kinnison's eyes are wide as he's leads, he jumps to his master's side. We saved your lord's life. We would have known exactly what he was taking. Could have saved him more. He looks up. He wanted to die. That was your master's oath. And, and, yeah. I, and I wanted to kill him, but I didn't. Sometimes you have to make you have to choose what's most important to you. And trust me, you don't want to tell me that you had any part in this. I played Major Domo to many masters over the years. It's a good response. I've kept all their secrets, he says. He holds his head high. The Genevieve, the Dupre. Layman. And you see, it's that Jenny name that's saving you right now. And, uh, <coughs> so, this kid's down below. He's not going nowhere. You should take him up. I'll take him up. One thing before you do. Mm-hmm. This man could be able. He could have been lying to us the whole time. Okay. Strip him down and look him over. What are we looking for? I searched his pockets. You know the mark on me? Maybe he's got one too. You have a mark on him. Well, uh. I suppose, oh. You, you might want to look the other way. It's a body. What do I care? Oh, no, no. He's, he's still alive. See, he's thinking and breathing. Who's going to look for the mark? What kind of mark I'll is look it? For it? You will? Mm-hmm. I will. I will help him look for it. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a folklore test, and it's flip to fail. <laughs> may I, may I assist as I'm looking for it? Yes. It is uh, standard. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, it's not standard. My apologies. It's a secret test, and secret, it's flip to fail. Secret, secret. You may be familiar with this when people look for witches' marks and they misinterpret. That's why it's secret and why it is a flip to fail. Yeah. I don't know what the witch's mark 54% chance to succeed. Fifty-one. Will you keep it? Okay. You find a curious growth near his waist. The man is covered in moles, but a curious growth. Um. Does it strike me as anything that is 
medical related. It is a curious growth. Curious. Yes. It could warrant further investigation. I'll take the time to do that. Do you have your surgical tools? Yes. You will need to make an arduous heal test. What you looking at there, Warren? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I have it. Hold on. Pat down and go through the the man sermon, the major domo. Because we're we're gonna be like tying them up together and securing them. I don't want this guy to be like, and I've got a knife on me. Oh, of course, the major domo carries the gentleman's kiss. He has a stiletto concealed within the lapel of his vest. He so, hands to you by the handle. Thank you. Anything else? Take the boots off. He opens a pocket and he gives you Bruno Lehman's uh, signet ring. As you saw before, it is the boars turn the opposite way. So if I want to take my time on this, I need I need to take a look at whatever this is. No, could be medical related. Could be something more uh, left-handed. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm. Anything you I take some time to look at them though. The moment got... we're up here is another moment those kids are down there. Alright. Those kids have been down there for seasons. I mean, I don't mean to be a mean bastard about it, but... He's got a point. The situation that we need to probably... But... We need if to they... speak with Brigandine. But if they heard that Bruno is leaving, what might they do to those that are down there that are not Seattle? Also, I'm told by the... If they know the end of the mine is at hand, they may not want to leave evidence. Every moment we waste could be a moment another one dies. Bruno Lehman is not leaving. I have a feeling that these Seabrin know what his goals were tonight more than he did. I mean, we can look at him again, right? He's not going anywhere. I mean, go ahead and look, but uh, let's try it. I'll keep it quick. Said arduous. Okay, so 10 minutes. 34% chance to succeed. 13, success. Nice. It appears to be some sort of curious growth. Could be cancerous. Could be telling of something else. Well, hard to say what it is. It's a triple nipple. It's something. It's just bubblegum. You know, we, we happens to be dead. Oh, wait, it's just bubblegum. <laughs> bubble bubble we, we could have learned that like 10 minutes ago just by looking at it. All well, right. don't get all high mighty on me. You ain't the one that knows all this shit. <laughs> Hey, uh, next time you need patching up, I'll right. talk to Warren. Listen. <laughs> if y'all want to go cave diving, you can... I mean, do we even have any idea where these folks are? I assume down the other tracks. The ones to the left led here, the ones to the right went deeper. We need... we need... we need to include Brigandine in this. I'll ask Mr. It's Elgiers. just up the elevator. It's not like that would take that much time. Do they have any sort of maps of these mines? Kenneth can straightens his, straightens his cravat. The lower mines are the domain of the Siadrin. The tunnels, they have called old tunnels that were uh, long depleted of minerals, salt. No such maps exist. The Siadrin have repeatedly went lower in the tunnels as well. We don't know why. But it was never for Master Layman to inquire. 
Abel Mason simply ordered it, and it was just simply that. Bruno asked no questions, and him being my master, I would of course not break that trust, or seek to intercede. You can see Alfred dug too deep. <laughs> well, let's get them back up topside. I have been Bruno Lehman's servant for years. Man is disreputable, yes, but I have served him loyally, and now he is dead. Well, he's still breathing. The man is dead. Skeletons, so you know where all the skeletons are buried. I have kept Master Layman's ledgers myself. I have been their keeper. I am his major, was his major domo. Again, so you know where all the skeletons are buried. I can. I was no loyal to you, to your master. You just said he was dead. I know. I can provide context, I suppose, where Master Layman, or excuse me, Bruno, cannot. All right. So we take Bruno. We take them both. Because you made a promise you wouldn't kill the man. He killed himself, and we I'm tried to save him. I'm killing him, but don't you, you're asking if we know where the skeletons are buried. Don't we need him with us? We need both of them, but we probably need to include Brigadine in your plan. Yeah, I was going to go and tell say, David. He's sitting yeah. at the lift. That's right. He was holding to make sure that... Right. Well, right. let's grab him and take him back to Leland. All right. I'll help him up. If we turn him over to him, he can see that we didn't do anything wrong to the man. Fireman. You <laughs> Fireman heft up. You heft up uh, Bruno Lehman, and you begin making your way back through the, um, the tunnels. So, how much? How many coins were just thrown at us on the ground? Well, he, there's a there's there's no telling how many coins inside that inside that pool. I'll leave the um, nine fathers poured alone. But <laughs> whatever was thrown, in there are nine crowns on the, on the floor. And those up. There you take all nine, or you leave one for the nine father. Is that would be standard. That's you know, it's like uh, toss over your shoulder to where I'll throw one in the, the pool. I'll take eight, throw one. Okay. I mean, I'm a superstitious fellow. <laughs> Let's be honest. Eugene's not. I'm going to take a handful out of the pool. <laughs> of the handful you take, you manage to grab 18. Will you leave two? Or take all 18? After seeing him throw some back? No, nah, I'm still not, still not religious. I'm going to take all 18. Superstitious. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. Wow. Right in sound. Wow. Alright. I gained two misfortune points. So I imagine this is what the statue looks like. The break. <laughs> A little bit. But his fingers are crossed behind his back. So um, you take Layman and you come back, you kind of make your way back through the halls. The servants are gone. They've already looted what they can and drag, drug away chests. And you come back into the main the main vein of the salt mines, a great, large, looming um, tunnel, and you grab one of the lamps. You remember there are lamps all over inside here, inside the living quarters, at least. And the darkness is encompassing all over. 
and the light kind of flickers this way and that. As you can't quite see the ceiling, but you can see the walls. It's just kind of that whitish salt and granite everywhere. But the ceiling's a little higher than what you can see. And you can see that, the, of course, every once so often, about every 10 feet or so, there are huge bits of timber that are used to support the entire tunnel. And there are tracks that run through the main vein. You can simply follow the tracks, just like David said. And just on the edge of your light, you see two people laying face first in the salt. And you can see blood beneath their body. And you can see a trunk spilled open with a few pewter decanters, a bolt of cloth that's unfolded, a golden candelabra, just lying in the middle of the tunnel. I draw my rapier. Okay. On a piece of paper? Yep. Draw it out. <laughs> Show it to Taylor. <laughs> now may I use it? <laughs> You draw the rapier quickly. Tarwin nods his head up and down. He, uh, he draws his sword and shield and he, he, you, know, you, see, you see a circle and a line with a, with a smaller line through it. <laughs> it's not much. It's clear that somebody has been, they've been killed on their way out. Right. Do you want to continue toward the lift? Yeah, I want to make sure that the brigandine soldier is still there. You move through the tunnel hurriedly, and every one, every once so often, here and there, you see another person slain, and another, and another, and another, um, as you realize that these servants have been set to the slaughter. And hey, what? What do we think causes violence? Oh, yes, but was it arrows? Was it bullets? Was it... You want you remember, me to examine the body? You remember when we first came in? The thing that crept away in the shadows that we couldn't catch? Mm-hmm. That. Or and, its friends. And that's when you get to the lift. And the lift is... Uh, there. And... Beneath of it is David, and his head has been crushed like a melon, with uh, his brains spilled out across the floor, and the iron helmet almost pinched completely in half, and this this bits of bone and and blood and matter spread all underneath of it. Those who see this scene of violence, if you don't have indifference, you need to resist uh, versus stress. Uh, this is a result test that will be challenging. I love that half of us are like, Four, oh. Six. Sooner than later, I so will have it as well. Success. <laughs> Failure. Oof. Result. What was the result for? Uh, again, stress. Challenging? Challenging, yes. Fail also. So you take a few panic breaths uh, as you gain three corruption, and uh, as a result, um, you also suffer uh, ooh ten mental peril. Oof! Your heart begins to beat, and you can feel your your blood begin to race, and your sweat beads on your brow. You're not afraid, but you're stressed at this point, and your eyes kind of quickly dart around, looking toward the apparatus, the series of counterweights and ropes that suspend the 
that lift the 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 um, that brings the lift up and down, and including the bell rope that we'd use to signal to go up. Uh, the bell rope's been cut. The huge ropes, like huge mooring ropes, like used for ships, appear to be singed. They're slowly smoldering and smoking, like something very, very hot cut right through them in twain, which seems impossible. It smells like burnt rope and chemicals. There's a strange smell of almost what's what, almost like the the smell of like iron that's been struck with a hammer against an anvil that lingers in the air. Hmm. The lift has been completely disabled. You look all the way up in the darkness and you see a tiny, tiny white mode of light. Almost, God knows how far up. Any way out of here? Over the night. Kiddison, at this point, he's taking panic breaths. Not through the upper mines, but... I don't know. Who would trap themselves down here if there wasn't a way out? Those who know another way out. Zeobrins. <laughs> well, we've got no choice then. Then to go that way. As I point towards the one way we haven't gone. Like the uh, emote in Dark yeah. Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Those go to the lower tunnels. That's where the Siabra are. So no... There's... Not through the upper tunnels. Uh, no, there's there's no, no, I'm just oh, sorry. Oh, there's yeah. no ladder? No. <clears throat> I can't imagine. That, that seems very... They're not up to ocean. That's right. Redundancy <laughs> the, the lift... The, here's the thing. The lift looks large enough to support two wagons abreast. Right. This thing is oh, yeah, yeah, no, you talked about incredibly her. sturdy and seems to be a very complex construction, the likes which you would see in, say, modern castles to use to bring stone up and down. It's not just merely a lift with a winch and pulley. It's a very complex metal machine, but it's all supported by these ropes that are used, like they use to moor up galley, galleys in the dockyards. Like huge, thick ropes about the about the width of your thigh. And they've just been sliced, which you could not do with a knife. It would take you, it would take you an hour to cut through that rope because it's been treated against water, against wear and tear. These are super strong rope uh, and they've been cut. This is the single thing that would bring somebody up and down and would be reliable. And reliable in every sense that you would imagine reliability would be, but there is no ladder now. It seems impossible that these ropes could have been cut in the amount of time that you were down here. Wow. Something foul is at play. And the smell in the air kind of gives you, it's a very queer smell. Very unusual. Harper, like, uh, had a suspicion of, like, bottled lightning previously. Mm-hmm. Does it smell like that? Roll a scrutinized test. This test will be easy. Okay. Is the guard's gear still here? 40. Underneath the, he's pinned underneath the, uh, the, the lift. lift. Oh, yeah, so he's, he's been crushed. So his weapon's not, like, a tank or anything like that. You said easy? Yeah. It doesn't smell like ball lightning at all. It actually smells like the reek. Kennison, have you smelt this before? Seen anything that's cut through something like this before? It smells like the reek. It's the reek. Were you not in Durindal once before? 
a terrible smell that perpetuated the whole city? I was, no. No? Well, there was a terrible smell that perpetuated the whole city and caused uh, some of us to get sick. Not, not like gonna die kind of sick, but like I had this infection in my eye that Warren had to treat for a while. It was very unpleasant. Speaking of unpleasant, we really have no other choice. Right, I mean. But this, have you smelt it elsewhere? Has it come from down below in the mines? Have you seen anything like this before? When we had spoken with Brigandine over the months we'd been here, they did tell us of this reek of Durindal, this smell. They said it came one night and then was gone nearly a week or so later. Some believed it was coming from the Grolstead camps in New Grolstead. That's not true. Came from the island. The one with your moving shadows? Right, the Lonely Island. We went there on a boat. Yeah. Captain ba- Jack Sparrow. I mean, sorry, not Dan. <laughs> Jonas Sparrow. Jonas Sparrow. There we go. Well, that was me, not Actually, sorry. It was, it was by me, because remember, Jonah got drunk. Yeah, <laughs> He got drunk on the way out. Yeah. He got drunk there. And he got drunk on the way out, way out and on the way back. What did Jonas Sparrow say he saw when you are on the island? Do you remember? Lights. Some, like, terrible shadow, right? Mm-hmm. Lights and terrible shadows. And the smell. And the smell, now you all smell it too. And it does remind you of the smell that was coming from not only the city, but from the island. You might be seeing them shadow monsters real quick. Well, at this point, I turn to Tyrwin. Let's be about this. I don't wish to stay down here for too long. See any big circles? Don't walk in them. Don't walk in any big circles. Got it. Drone on the ground. We'll pick up any. Keys. I, I hold for the key that I took off the major dumb. No, 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 any that are on the ground. Oh. Are we truly going into the lower mines? Kennison says, his voice yeah. is quivering. Keep your words line. about you. I mess up his cravat. What are we another choice we got? Yeah, I mean, if you have, if you have another choice, then let us know it. Is there a way to communicate with up above? The, no, just the bell to alert the. Miners have been the yards above that we are ready to be lifted, but the bell has been cut. Well, we can still use the bell and at least tell them that something's fucked up, right? The bell rope's been cut all the way up. You can't even see the damn thing, he says. The bell he points to where it would be and it's gone. It's like yeah, gone. They were, they were way up top. The bell's not down here. The bell's up there. Well, I guess that makes sense. What, what, about, what about a gunshot or a wand shot? That alert them something's a foul? Is explosions down here to use to cut through the rock. It is part of the mining operation, would not be seen as unusual. Yeah, even so, I mean, that one's going to end up somewhere. You know, you, sh- you, sh- you cast that spell, going at something. Ceiling. What goes up must come down. Well, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, all right. So I think we've talked this to death. Let's go. Oh, Peculiar choice of words. Can we please make mild preparations? Sure. Where are your oil stocks? Where are your uh, lanterns? 
There are lamps. Where are your fo- where's your food stocks and your water? I'm not going down into the pits of fucking hell without. I can take you to the larder, he says. He will take you to back to where you started, uh, and will show you there is a larder fashioned to the stone with a hanging meat, plenty of lamp oil, lamps, no lanterns. Uh, this is for living accommodations. There are extra bed rolls. There are a few spare sets of miners' clothing. At this point, who's been who's been carrying Bruno? It's getting heavy. Yeah, you've dragged him around for about a half hour now. You're starting <laughs> to feel the pain. The pain. Should we just leave him? Put some sunglasses on him. That's right. We get to Bruno's. We get to Bruno's. Yeah. Well, uh, I could stock up on some oil. Yeah, I'm gonna grab a couple pots. Uh, remember, every pot of oil is one encumbrance. Yep. So you may take as many pints as you like. Every uh, pot is one encumbrance? Yes. I have 11 on me still. Every stock is a the pint last. of oil. The last one. I'm going to grab one. Take as many as you like. Uh, Everybody should have grabbed at least one if you have the. Remember, every week's worth of provisions is one encumbrance, too. I might as well grab a week's worth of provisions, that. yeah. Your clothes are sticky and uncomfortable, Amish. No figure. Sorry, Harper. Yeah, Harper. Sorry. Hey, hey. He deserves it. False fair and love and war. <laughs> he deserves Marvin it. War. Marvin <laughs> um, Yeah. So you managed to get your some preparations in case you end up down there. Do they have but any, you still have Bruno Layman here. Do they have any medical supplies? No. What if uh, anything of value has been taken? Okay. The, the, the man is. Should we leave him and come back for him? I mean, we leave him, he's gonna be dead. He tried to kill himself. Right, but the Can't idea speak. is that. They've killed everything that breathes that's not them at this point. How many He'll die, even though them? he only breathes at this Man is still bringing you down man. there with me. Uh, 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 you do as you wish, but. Give you the two I have on me? So, we're gonna do this because nobody's gonna convince anything of anybody, anything at this point. Raise your hand if you wanna leave Bruno here. So we can expedite this. Yes. Okay. So Bruno's coming with you. It looks like. Oh, I mean, I'll, I, yeah. I, I'll leave him. He's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I gave my. Your your votes are you're outvoted by the group to quickly wrap this up. So okay. Bruno will I'll be taking my own with corruption you. for voting against him. You know, you're fine. No. You don't take any oh. corruption for that. Uh, it's just a matter of who's going to carry Bruno the entire time down below. I am not carrying him. Harper will commit himself to it. Okay. Kennison will volunteer to help, although he'll be little help. He's not. Trained in the same ways that you are. He's not a spring chicken either. He is a, well, Kinnison's an older gentleman. He's probably in his 50s, but more importantly, his hands are soft as a velvet. The man has lived a, he's lived a blessed life as a servant. A major domo, no less, which right. is a, which is an intermediate, which is a, uh, an elite uh, profession. Sorry, expert profession. In point of members. So step out from servant. Yeah, because Harper's not carrying anything anyway. It's not like he's has armor or weapons or anything like that. Alright. Are we ready to go now? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna fix my oil into my lantern shield so I can just use it to carry my light source. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna air that sucker up and open the port. So, um, to clarify, uh, we all know how long a lamp burns, I trust, if you're using lamps. Six hours. It's in the trappings chapter. Okay. So. Who has lanterns? Because lanterns are better than lamps, right? Uh, lanterns cast 
Well, well, consider this: a lamp is what you you like. It's like what you use in a home. Right. It it illuminate a room. Um, if you look, in fact, if you look in trappings, there's a whole section on light sources for this reason because light's important. Um, and darkness can be scary. So um, if we look here, and I believe if you got a, if you got a player's handbook, I want to say it's on page two forty five or sorry two forty. It's on 242. Um, a lamp will give you 1 to 5 yards of perfect light and 6 to 19 yards of fleeting shadows. Whereas a lantern gives you 1 to 15 yards of perfect light. And then 6 to eight, 16 to 39 yards of fleeting shadows. But you don't really know what those tunnels are like down below. The main vein is kind of like winds its way like this. So a lamp can go as far as it wants and still not penetrate the darkness. A lantern. So, does anybody have a lantern or just lamps? I have a lantern have and lantern. torches. So, keep him, So, a torch will burn for an hour and gives you 10 yards of light. A lantern gives you 15 yards of light and burns for 6 hours. A lamp gives you 6 hours of light and 5 yards of perfect light. I have a lantern shield. So, same as it. A lantern shield will give you light like a lantern, but it's only in a straight line. Mm -hmm. It is not in a... Um, Radius. Yeah. So... Around the table, uh, we'll start first with Eugene. You're using your lantern shield. Uh, Banneker? I'm going to hold on to my lantern and my torches and my extra oil. Okay. Do you want to carry anything lit? No. Okay. Warren or her? Warren for now. Okay. Are you going to carry any light? No. Okay. Elisa? This is her. She'd light her way. Do you carry any light? Yeah, Elisa will light one of her pots. So, you trade off a lantern or a lamp? Yeah, a lantern. A lantern, okay. You kill her, you can't do anything, uh, Harper. And then, as for, um, I want to say Gwydia, Terwin. Terwin is going to walk with sword and shields drawn, so okay. he can't carry it. So, you have but one light. Uh, one right? one lantern that illuminates everything around you. Mm -hmm. And None. his light doesn't matter because you're in the radius of the light. So, it's useless. Oh. Well, I was gonna... Oh, I was thinking one lantern may not cover the whole party. If he's got enough light, oh, I'll say. Well, keep in mind, so once again, a, a lantern gives you 15 yards of perfect light. You'll have, perfect light. Yeah, you'll have shadows around you from where people are standing, but you'll have perfect light in 15 well, yards. Then Elisa will just have it loaded and ready on her belt. And, and keep in well, mind that, that a lantern shield's ability to distract mm -hmm. is useless in light. Just to, just to be clear. It's made for dark. That's no, right. No, I'm just preparing right. in the event they put out a light source. That's right. Something light. Perfect. Okay, so, so if nobody else is going to have it. Keep mine. Okay, okay. okay that's fine. <laughs> so if nobody else is going to have it, I will. So that works. you carrying Bruno as Kinnison and Harper are, and his body is clearly seized and paralyzed, um, you turn to the left end of Al and head down into the lower mines, and you notice that the stonework here is fashioned differently. Um, it looks like it's a mixture of kind of rough hewn caves and stone that's been fashioned almost into like heavy pillars, like it's meant to be built here. And it begins to wind its way down. And it isn't too long until you find kind of jutting off of one side of this of this left-handed path, you find what looks like um, miners' quarters. Um, and as you as you kind of come outside of it, you can see that there are rows of dirty lice 
ridden cots kind of lining the nearby wall. There are piss pots in the corner. There's a chest in the, at the foot of every single one of these cots. Um, it's a personal belongings, but nobody else is here. None of the children. The city of lost children. Um, there are none here. You can hear some steady dripping kind of coming down below too. Um, and some distant echoes as well. Like a strange echo of something moving, vibrating, scraping, banging, tinking further down the left-handed path. And you can see from the minor, from this, the quarters where these rows are, there's actually a smaller antechamber that's blocked by a door. Otherwise, you can continue down the left-handed path. So there's a room beyond that room, but it's locked, it's closed. The door is closed. So you want to check the... Sure. I'll go and open the door. You come through the miner's quarters, and you come to the door, the door is locked, it's closed. Um, and there is a, and it looks like a, a heavy set stone door. It's not made of wood or hewn, it's hewn of salt. It's hewn of rock. Um, and it's fashioned into this threshold. It's a very, very large heavy door. It appears to be locked, there's a big iron rung on it that you would use to push in or th the door. So skeleton keyword mm -hmm. that he took from the demo? Good question. Where'd you get it from? The demo. Yes. Major Domo Arigato, Major Mr. Kinnison Algiers. Uh, you place the key into the lock and Kinnison, those keys are only for the right-handed path. The key does not turn the door. Where would the keys to the left path? You see Aldrin, he says. Um, Lisa, Lisa holds out her lantern. Someone? I'll, I'll hold it for her. Like, I'll sheath my rapier and hold the lantern up for her. picks. You can actually see a little bit through the keyhole, just a little bit, and you can see there's light coming from inside. If you, has anyone here ever played the game Thief? When you look through those light, those, those keyholes, you can see just a little bit of light and some dust motes. You can't make out what's inside, but you can see that there's a, a, a faint light coming from within. Some kind of light. And movement inside, too, but you can't hear anything. When it's too heavy. When she says that, I'll stand right next to her. Okay. Be ready. You lean down. Your test shall be standard. I'll look to the back to protect our rear. She begins working the, the, rear. the lock picks. Right, so that is Arrears. a 55% chance. 59 will not do it. Um, Check to re-roll. You have uh, five... Fortune points at this point. Five fortune points, two misfortune on me. Can I just attempt again? Or is that sure. a fail? Okay. It's going to be a challenging test. You can't take your time on any test. That's and true. It's just double the amount. Triple. Or tri triple. Sorry, for sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Unless you have uh, the determination, then it's additional plus 10. Or if you have the uh, burglar. Professional trade, like the one that Kay Whoa. walked through on her Twitch the other night. I, uh, I'm Rando. Yeah, I do not actually have okay. any of that. So it's challenging now. Uh, I will go ahead and take my time. Okay, it's going to be standard then. 60 still won't do it. Um, A few more minutes pass, and you don't manage to get it this time. You, you feel that you may be, it may be getting worse. I'm going to 
Misfortune. Okay. So that's three misfortune for me and four fortune for the players. That time it worked. 25. Okay. Uh, you hear a soft clink and the tumblers turn. You want to open the door now? Who will push it in? Elisa's going to step back, take the lantern yep. back. I reach home and get right here. Okay. Um, well, uh, as you you push the, the door open, um, inside is this small shrine. And it looks different than the one you saw before the Nine Father. In fact, it's a very small, very, very shallow chamber uh, that has served as some sort of impromptu shrine. It was clearly blocked for a reason. Um, there are dozens of candles lighting the chamber. Chambers maybe six feet across. There's dozens of candles kind of all around here where they've been slowly uh, melting. There's, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of candles have been burning here, but only 12 are burning right now. You can see the paraffin and wax is spread all across the floor. Um, and you notice that the, the walls have been carved with a relief, um, not with high fidelity by any means, but it resembles kind of what you saw before, the relief you see before, but with lower fidelity, but it doesn't appear to show uh, the Saint Messiah at all. Instead, it shows a city with three pillars of light. You're not sure if it's the pillars are rising toward the sky or if the, or if the sky is casting the, the light down. Um, and But the city appears to be on fire. And it's carved into the entire circumference of this of this room. But what's even more curious, immediately you notice, Harper, is this small three-foot statue, a perfect likeness of the Baroness Madeleine Dupre. Huh. Instantly recognizable. And she's and that statue's actually fixed into a bed of warm embers. The flickering candles cause shadows to play against the wall that makes the city look like it's on fire. Maybe it's meant to look that way. Maybe it's not. Where this is a blank. It's the lenses. Just remember I'm saying they were in the towers. The lenses that they, they created were put on the tower. And I'll point to uh, the statue of uh, the Baroness. What, so they mean to... She looks like she's in embers. Oh, she's the queen of it. At this point, Warren, you need to make a challenging resolve test. Warren. 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 Oh, huh. Yeah, maybe this is their plan. Sweet, so we know that they're trying to light, light the Baroness on fire using lenses. That's great. Let's go. It looks like they're trying to light the city. The city on fire. Well, yeah, but I mean, you see, like, so oh, we can't we can't talk it to death. Let's get fucking going. That's what I'm saying. Right. Sorry, Warren. I mean, I, I got my wine skin. Do you need a little nip here? Or? I don't think so. Just uh, all right. All right. Let's pretty, go. It's pretty dark down here. Wait. What I'm saying. Just, you, 
Elisa's gonna look around where she thought she saw the movement when she was looking through the keyhole. You look toward the walls and you can see the shadows playing upon it because it's a, a relief in the stone. It has the illusion of the city being on fire. Okay, so that's because all the way she the shadow, the way the shadows are moving across it, the city doesn't look like it's on fire. It does look like the, if you were to remove the candles, it would just be relief with either three pillars of light going up or three pillars of light coming down over the city. You don't see the angel that was shown before. You don't see Saint Messiah in the relief either. But the way the shadows from the candles play up on it, it looks like the city is burning. So, like, she squints and she goes, oh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, let's move on. Pictures aren't going to do anything. Not right now. Uh, Darren will carry on. You you leave the, the small shrine and pass back through the sleeping quarters where you realize that these the tiny small bodies of these children um, have been sleeping for God knows how long. Pissing in pods, I mean, living in their own putrescent, their own filth.
we're back for Queen of Embers. And where we left off, you just stepped out into the, the left hand of chambers uh, and passed through the... Um, and Eugene's dead. Oh, that's right. Uh, you moved through it. You found this kind of off the, off the side of these, the side chamber and a miner's quarters and that strange small shrine. Um, Warren managed to somehow shake away the influence of her uh, being in there. Um, and you're now continuing the lower levels. And you realize that you can hear the sounds of mining echoing in the tunnels. And then suddenly there's this kind of like drop of stairs. And at the foot of it, at the foot of the stairs, are about five powder kegs full of gunpowder. And as you descend down these broad stairs, you realize that this opens up into a larger chamber to your right-hand side. In fact, one could say we may have something to reveal. Let's pull this up. Afghan mystery. As you descend downward you discover a chamber just off to the side. Is it the Chamber of Secrets? <laughs> it's funny, it's actually what the name of the act is. Um, and is it, really it, it is, yeah. And and as you, as you, and we're just gonna move the figures off here. We'll use one figure to represent everybody, um, just so we can kind of keep this all kind of pulled together in an order. But um, as you kind of descend down, we'll use, we'll use uh, this figure, which is gonna represent um, Terwin. You, you see this other chamber kind of off to the side, uh, which would be right here. And in, in that chamber, there's probably another five powder kegs full of gunpowder. You can see rope and twine and fuses uh, running up the walls. You can see that there's a plunger nearby used to set it off. Um, the air is really, really dry. And as you step into this room with a lantern, you kind of almost kind of secondhand kind of step back as that you as you oh shit! If you had a torch, you could have set this whole place on fire. The whole thing could have went out with just a, a single crackling or dropping of a cinder from the torch could have could have could have caused this entire chamber to explode. And somehow you you avoid it. But as you look around, you can see a series of other. Uh, there's another vein, another place to go through here, but if you look back here, so it's just it simply collapsed. Has it been booby-trapped to, to collapse the tunnel? Well, Is that's that a great question. Like? Why don't you go ahead and roll a skullduggery test? Okay. Can I assist while I'm looking around with the lantern? Absolutely. Uh, the test will be challenging. Uh, I don't have skullduggery. Oh. So, so I can't... I can't accept your help. You can, you can. You can. You, can. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you just you still flip the fail. You still flip the fail. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you said challenging? Yes. Okay. 36. Um, a, a 19 does it. Nice. Or 91. Oh, a 91. Oof. A 91 does not. 91 does not. No, it, the bowler you're looking at it, and, and given that none of you really understand, I'm assuming nobody has stone working or a gunpowder focus hmm we want to invite some focuses uh you really don't know 
what its intention is. Uh, you you've never really been around this much gunpowder before, uh, but this place looks incredibly dangerous. Without a doubt. I mean, it is it is rigged, perhaps to explode. Maybe they intend to carry on with some mining operations here. Um, it's 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 all very much unknown to you. Okay. But there are well, but that there makes are, sense. I failed and don't really. Yeah, but know. there are de- there are definitely kind of barrels in here. Uh, in fact, I will lay some down to represent them on the uh, map now. Just just so we dream amount of gunpowder, but uh, just maybe so we have them for the operation. Maybe it's to blow up, as Alfredo oh. said. And I believe we said that there were three at the foot of the stairs too, if I'm not mistaken. Good. Yeah, so we'll put those down here. Wow. There'll be storage. Well, if we move down to the battle map just to kind of show where these things are at, um, now our viewers can see it too. So this figure, of course, represents the party. And there's, of course, the chamber here full of the gunpowder that you just explored. There's a dead chamber over here. It's been uh, blocked off. I mean, the, the darkness kind of continues this direction. So it's not like there isn't anything else to see here. But it's very evident by what you're seeing here that um, this is clearly meant to, it's part of the mining operation. It's probably how they managed to dig so deep in the earth. I mean, they wouldn't simply, yeah, okay. ha- I mean, with, with, consider this, if it's children who are down here, they're probably not mining through their tunnels with their bare hands like this, or with mining picks. But you can hear sound, you can hear sound coming from deeper within. You remember? Why the 13 is called the 13. The 13 grams, right? Gunpowder can blow up so much. Seems a bit excessive, doesn't it? Anyone else? Oh, no. And then, uh, uh, it does seem excessive. Especially for the amount that it takes for one shot of pyre. But again, uh, I, I don't know mining, nor the usage of explosions, or... I, I, I maybe that's how much you need for mining. I don't know. To me, to me, I thought it was maybe set rigged to booby trap, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you that, because I don't know. Oh, machinery. Mm-hmm. Move see if I see any pipes or anything like that. Nothing that you've seen so far, but that does remind me you do need to make a challenging toughness test. Um, I am going to look around to see if I can note anything that might be like tripwire or some kind of trap that would be set in there. Oh, two. Okay. So you're a little tired uh, from carrying Bruno, but you're you're still yeah. you're still not petered out yet. You haven't, you haven't lost all steam. Um, obviously, Elisa, you're looking along the way for anything that may stand out. Um, I would like for you to make a secret skullduggery test. This will serve for the remainder of this scene. Okay. Uh, I know we kind of used it with the sigil, but is my true detective whatsoever going to kick in for this? Uh, you used it previously. So it is for the sigil. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Sure. Oh. Indeed. Alright, um, you said a secret. Skullduggery is 55. 92 is not going to do anything. Yeah, I'm not going to reroll. Well, you're paying attention nonetheless. Um, and you all kind of reconvene back in this main chamber, and you can see that the that the path continues on. Um, and as you 
emerge around this corner. Just critical failure. As you're literally oh. almost following was any the path, uh, you can see, uh, and we will move no, back saved, to the camera here for everybody. Uh, you can see that this um, tunnel opens into this main chamber. Uh, in, in the main chamber, there appears to be stone fashioned in pillars that support a taller ceiling. And running along this main chamber uh, is this track. Um, and your your lamp kind of illuminates everything in front of you. And you can see that the chamber continues forward a little further, a little deeper inside. Um, you can't quite make out what's over there because the light doesn't quite extend that far. It also seems to go further to your right where the tracks lead deeper underneath in the lower tunnels. So the question is, do you want to proceed forward to explore the darkness? Or will you turn to the right and then follow the tracks deeper into the mine? What is our objective here, too? And are we saving children or are we finding a way out? Both. Both, hopefully. Well, then I would suspect we should follow the tracks, as it's likely to take us to the children. If they were forcing them to mine a secondary way out, they might know where it is. Alright, let's do that then. Should we leave any. Something just places you what? and you can't What's even pick. We can not, pick through every nook and cranny. Well, I'm not a military-minded person, but should we leave areas unexplored in our rear? I don't, I don't hear anything back there. Or see any light? Who, who would be down? Who would be down here uh, lurking this, in the dark? You don't need to be military-minded for this, because this wouldn't really happen in the military. So, suppose we could go that way. Well, let's put it this way: if if I was, if I was going to kill you all, and I led you down here. <laughs> I would You'd want to surround us. Yes. Right. Well, you would have. You would have set off the, the damn gunpowder back there. That'd have been the easy way. Annika, I also want to point out, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. We either follow the tracks that's and we're been, exposed behind us, or we follow the darkness and the tracks are exposed behind us. Right. And that's pretty much been this whole um, investigation, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And so. No matter what we do, if we continue to argue about it, we're just wasting time. So, yep. I, I think that that's a splendid idea, making sure that we cover what's behind us. Let's go and take a look. Right. So you turn back the, the direction you came, just to ensure that you didn't miss anything, because who knows what could be back there as you move past uh, the row of uh, three gunpowder barrels. And you come to a similar set of stairs that were carved much like the one you came out of before, almost kind of in parallel to one another. And as you look up the stairs, you realize that um, the tunnel has collapsed. Uh, there's a lot of, there's boulders there. Uh, and you can see that there used to be fuses that ran along the wall that led to it. There's splinters of wood in iron and stone. Uh, clearly, this tunnel has been collapsed manually. Well, I think what we he meant was going the way that wasn't tracks. Yes. Either, either way. Yeah, but I mean, that's... I'm, I'm <laughs> so, happy, happy I mean, just peer in there, basically. Yeah. Who, first off, so who is going to lead the way toward that dark area? I will. Yeah. I'll take a second. Okay, so we'll put, we'll put you right about here and... 
Or you're you've got to you're gonna be you want to stand beside him. Yeah. Okay. So and just off to the side to shine my light ahead of. Him. Oh, love it. That's a good idea, actually. So we will put um, Eugene here beside Terwin. Uh What about uh, what about yourself, um, Harper? Uh, I figured I'd be more towards the back. Okay. Um, something like this. And what about you, Elisa? Where Center. would you be positioned? Center. Since I have the uh, okay. land. That's right. You do. Okay. And um, if and what 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 about um, my apologies? What about you, Warren? Just milling about. It doesn't really matter where. Okay. <laughs> and finally, yeah. Panicker, where yeah. where will you be? Yeah. Just. I guess in the back there too. I mean, it doesn't matter. Okay. okay. Again, I, I'm, I think I'm kind of like Warren. I'm just kind of milling about. <laughs> okay. So as as you begin to push forward, uh, your light illuminates another chamber in front of you, uh, and it's probably a good idea that you did this because as the light illuminates that next chamber, there appears to be a dead set. Of um, of um, tracks, and there are four tiny bodies laying in the stone, and the smell of these children who've been living in their filth uh, for quite some time uh, is is overwhelming. It is utterly overwhelming, and. As Warren is milling about, further down the tracks, as Elisa's light begins to illuminate, you can hear sounds, but you can't see what's down here at this point. But you can hear sounds coming from down that way. It's very clear, though, that in front of you, this is where, in this chamber that kind of cuts off and end, terminates on this very large chamber, there are the bodies of the children lying on the floor. So they're dead? You can't really tell from here. Boom. They're not moving. They're not breathing. They're not speaking. I'm moving. I'm moving to check. You say something. I'll I'll go take a look over here. Yeah, I'll step up with you so you have more light. Walks into the room. Okay. I'll walk with them. So you you, you begin to to come inside um, to see what has unfolded. Uh, I'll, uh, so since he's in there with his like shining light, I'll uh, um, turn to Elisa and we'll say, just keep an eye that way. And we'll stay right where we are. Okay. Elisa, your light's not positioned well to see down the other hall from where you're at. Do you want to move to the other side of the tracks? Uh, no, she's just gonna... Okay. But she actually will look at, uh, Harper. Are you going to be... Well, you got rid of your, your gun, yeah? Right, um... Bannister has. So you're just going to carry this man through this entire place? Well, that's the plan. I guess I'll keep the lantern, then. She pulls her, uh, basilar. You hear a soft, slinking sound of, of stove iron behind you. Warren, what are you doing? 
I'm, oh, you're already inside the turret. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking over the bodies. Yeah. So, Boren, Banneker, and, and Eugene step inside the chamber. And it and it appears that, unfortunately, oh, um, the, the bodies of these children, uh, they're in various states of decay. And the smell is pretty overwhelming uh, in the case of a few. Um, whereas one... Uh, the blood has only begun to coagulate on the ground, uh, or you need not really test with this, as this child has been recently killed. And you can see that these children, um, strangely enough, uh, have been appeared to be killed ritualistically, uh, as they all their, their wounds are always across their throat. Um, and being in a place like this and seeing this kind of this this terrible thing, those who don't have role, don't have indifference need to make need to resist against stress. Difficulty? It is uh, challenging. You feel your heart begin to race once again, Banneker, uh, as you gain three more corruption and, oh man, ten mental peril again. Uh, One skill. Do I see you all? And, And you can hear, you can hear them kind of talking among one another and they quickly communicate. What, what, what they've seen. Uh, I'm going to, because the smell is overwhelming, uh, and I see him, like, reeling from it. I mean, th- this may help, and I'm going to dig around in my pack for a moment and pull out some smelling salts and offer one to each of you guys. And I'm going to take one myself. Sure. Thank you. Warren yeah. waves it away. Remember, it's a corruption uh, if you take a smelling salt now, but you move one step of the barrel finish your track. One, though, right? Just That's one. right, just yeah. one. Well, I, I'm already at seven, so if the roll's good, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, you were on order. So uh, Tarwin, I would like for you and Elisa to make um, challenging awareness tests where you're standing. This has been my most chaotic character. Uh, Doesn't show up uh, in this round. Those are rookie numbers. You need to pop those up, mister. Nope. <laughs> we ten. Tarwin, you see movement down the hall. And if Elisa's lantern was positioned in a little bit better position, she would have seen it too. But you can see movement down that hallway, somebody passing through the shadows. Go movement. Uh, Elisa will angle the lantern that way then. Okay. Elisa takes a step forward to shine the light down the path. I'll move up with her. Okay. And. As you as you do so, as you move the light, uh, it begins to illuminate this chamber that's covered in shadows, and there are clearly snakes, tunnel snakes, figures inside of it. In fact, um, as your light extends <laughs> down that direction, was a good movie. Uh, they you see. In the shadows, on the edge of the light, there are these four frighteningly tall people, and the light of the lantern kind of glistens across their ivory and brass masks as you are no more than a handful of steps away from a number number 
of Siabra. In fact, at the far end of the chamber, the far end of the tunnel, you can see them stepping off of a lift. And these people move with, with great alacrity and speed, long-legged, limber, with these huge ivory and brass masks, and they're completely, completely unarmed. You see them, they see you. As this happens, you hear this sliding sound in the room with the children as one of the stone walls seems to open up and you can see a figure tall and soaring with another directly behind it stepping into the room. And this all kind of happens at the same time. This all happens as the light shines that way and you're looking at the children and we need to see if you gain any sort of surprise against them. So here's what we're going to do. I would like for you all to elect um, the most aware person in your entire group as we will move toward combat. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh wait, yeah, I don't have any skill ranks. I have a 71. Please read my thought. Yeah, you, buddy. Yeah. Okay. I haven't made one successful roll tonight. This will be the first one. <laughs> so, yeah. this is all happening at the same time. Yeah. So, here's what we're, what we're going to do. Damn. We're going to make an opposed awareness test. Okay. And the person who wins with the most degrees of success uh, will gain surprise. As this is all happening very quickly for both sides. We just want to see who gains surprise first. I'm I, 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 I forgot the 10% percent is with, uh, with my... Uh, so I actually have a 61. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to make opposed awareness tests. Uh, uh, it is going to be treated as an easy test. Mine is a is a is a is a seventy. I have a ninety-one. Okay, so then roll. I got a fifty-nine, so I don't know how to do. So you take your five and then add your perception bonus. Nine, so twelve. Nice. So five and nine, right? Twelve. Fourteen. Fourteen. So I rolled. I rolled a twenty. So I add two. To six, so you all gain surprise. And we're just gonna go around the table. That's how we're gonna handle initiative. So I'm just gonna go loop to loop around the table like 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 we like we like old school D and D. So damn it, I cannot believe this. Let's let's start first uh, with Banneker, um because you made the awareness test, and then we'll move to Eugene. Then we'll just go in normal order around the table like this. So. Banneker, uh, you can now see the battleground as you saw it. And if you remember, uh, you're right here with the bow, and you can see across the way there are these two tall Siabran interlopers, if you want to call them that, uh, who have came in through a secret door in the stone. Um, right back here where the bodies of the 
the, the, the small children are lying on the ground. The smell in here is, is pretty overwhelming. Um, what do you wish to do from where you're standing? And by the way, there is a grid on this. I have drawn a grid. So we should have a clear understanding of where to move things and how to shift and position things too. Um, obviously, if you're a little further away from the table, I can help kind of move things around for you. Uh, well, I mean, they, I see them and I got a free, I got a free action. Uh, so it's a surprise turn. So that's three rounds. There's three, three turn, three action points. Okay. So um, what do you wish I will, uh, I mean, I already had my bow, bow slung, so I'll pull it, knock, fire, right? I mean, I don't know what else to do. Okay. So, one, yeah. two, three. So, they're, they're four yards away. Yeah. So, you load up an arrow for one AP. Um, and then, what do you wish to do? Um, well, I am... Ooh. Shoot their butts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to aim and fire. I mean, that would be my three. Okay. Uh, well, the good thing is, is that uh, you have, at this point, uh, we'll assume you have light from the lantern, uh, from uh, from the lantern coming from from um, Eugene from the lantern shield. But it's the focus light, so we'll assume during the surprise turn you have the benefit of light. Uh, so your chances are easy. They're surprised because I didn't need to aim. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so aim is 70, easy, okay, well that's 95, and that is a success. Okay, so our and roll damage and add additional d6 fury die for a surprise. Dang. 8 and 8 uh, is 6. You, you, could, you, you can, can make a d6 if you like. Oh, I definitely want to make it into a d6. Oh, yeah. So which one are you turning into a d6? Well, this one, because okay. it's the lower one. So 11 plus 8 is 19. Oh, son of a squirrel. Uh, 21. Nice. 19 plus 3. Nice. 18 plus 3. Okay. I'm not going to use that twice in one night. God, I The arrow buries into the Siabrin's chest, and he doesn't even see, he or she doesn't seem to recognize it as they are uh, seriously wounded. Roll 2d6. Chaos dies, see if they suffer an injury. Come on, chaos! Oh man, I have wrong board. Unfortunately, uh, no injury. Uh, so now we move to Eugene. Eugene, what will you do? Uh, beginning of the round, draw the rapier, uh, and then I, they came in like through the wall this way? Yeah, they seem to come in through the wall right here. Okay. Through the wall, I'm gonna get yes. the cornered one and try and just, I'm gonna charge him. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you. Battle one, Run two, three, four. Okay, you you charge forward four yards, yep. uh, and the, you see the mask kind of like soar and look. The, the the man or creature, if you will, looks down at you. I like put the light up into his eyes and try and get him while he's blind. Love it. It's perfect. You can see that they're wearing these long, looks almost like scaly serpentine cloaks. The mantle over there, the hood over their face. I like that. And their bodies look burned and charred. In fact, they smell like burnt cinder. Okay. Well, difficulty? Uh, well, it's going to be trivial because you charged. Uh, 91. Uh, 74 will do it. Nice. Okay. Roll damage. 
Uh, so one standard, one from charge, one from surprise? Yes. Yeah. I think we will actually do initiative. I think it's going to be smart to do that. So let's go ahead and pass these around, please, sure. while we're doing all this. This up here. Uh, I will turn my three into a six. Set that to remind myself. Uh, 27 points of damage. 27. Wow. As you come charging in with your with your rapier, you bury it absolutely to the hilt as the Siabra interloper has been slain with one fell blow. Nice. Yeah, that level up, sir. Yeah. Actually, I, I could have done that. Yeah. 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 You are, um, remember, you are somewhere off in the back halls, or, or no, sorry, but you can't, sorry, you came in, it's my apologies. Yeah, you came right. in, because we're the only, we, neither one of us know when you think about That's it. That's right, so what would you like to do, Warren? I'm going to, um, take aim. Uh, so just to be clear, oh, sorry, when you say take aim, um, who are you going to sides. take aim at? And what are you taking aim with? And you don't have weapons in your hand, I believe. So right. you want to arm yourself first? No. Okay. I'm going to take aim, and then I'm going to run up and knock out. Okay. So the one closest to you? Up here. Okay. You want to charge for it or just hustle? I just hustle. Okay, so one, two, three, uh, four. You come kind of side by side with the pillar, and Warren rushes forward with a big hammy fist. Brings them both together to kind of bring out the big haymaker, um, and you drop. Okay, your test will be trivial. Okay. Athletics. I believe so. All right. So that'll be a eighty-one percent chance to succeed. Nice. And it's a twenty-eight success. Nice. Okay. As you bring your hands down over the Siabrin, it kind of hits the be- hits the the front of the mask. And your hand smart as the Siobhan slams against the back of the wall and begins to slump down. But she quickly shakes her head back and forth as the serpentine cloak kind of moves with her and the hood falls down. And you can see this like charred back of her head as she's still standing unaffected by the knockout. Okay. So that was 3 AP, right? Uh, you, yes. You took A okay. and you I'm hustled done. and you did a melee mm-hmm. knockout. That's right. So now we move to Elisa. Elisa, you have the lamp where you're at. You're positioned right here, if you recall. Yep. Um, and you can see down the trestle, down the tracks, there are five Siobhan. And they're all dressed in almost like, looks like ceremonial masks. The masks are all different and strange. They almost look like, not quite carnival masks, but they seem to show different faces. One is crying. One is filled with laughter. One is full of anger. And they're all gilded with brass and ivory and wood and other metals, other precious metals as well. 
Uh, while she's looking, she will go ahead and attempt one of our new actions and try gain insight. Love it. Okay. So the first thing you immediately determine is that the Siabran are, uh, this is a new action, this is two action points. You know immediately that the Siabran, which one do you want to, which one do you want to identify? Uh, let's just go ahead and go with the one in the front. Closest, okay. Uh, well, the good thing is you have light, so you can see. Uh, they are Dallasly humanoid. Um, go ahead and make a skill test, a warfare test. So I will flip to fail on this then. That's okay. I don't have warfare, right? Well, that's... That's, they're humanoids, so that's a test you will skill. You will the skill you will test. So <laughs> the test is going to be uh, easy for you. Easy. Okay. So plus twenty. Uh, so my warfare then would be a forty-three plus twenty difficulty sixty-three. Thirty-five or fifty-three, either one works. Nice. Uh, what is the so? Whenever you, I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I should have told you what their damage condition is, but that's okay. Um, so you immediately reveal one trait or talent the foe has that starts with their weakness. Okay. Unfortunately, they don't seem to have a weakness, but you do discover something. They are incredibly fast on their feet. They're moving very, very quickly. What that means in game terms is they reduce all their movement actions by one AP. They have long legs and they're soaringly tall. They're large creatures. Uh, they stand about 10 feet high. They almost look like if you took somebody and put them in a carnival mirror and stretched them to strange proportions. They look utterly otherworldly. And the other thing that you notice too is that these masks are actually not, they're not, is the one who turns, turns their head and looks toward you. Masks are not actually strapped to their head. They seem to be fused with their skin. The flesh kind of meets the mask. So she's gonna attempt um, with a leadership hopefully to pass this information on to her team and help them out so i'm gonna go ahead and do an inspiring words yeah. the other thing as she kind of belts this out the other thing you notice is that they're only armed with bullets and bolas uh is this a standard uh well what is your current damage condition track Unharmed. Okay, your test will be easy. 52, 62, 72 chance. A uh, 90 will not do it. So that's three action points at this point. So now we move to Harper. You still have Bruno in your hands, and you can see that the the that the um, Siabrin are not far away from where you're at. You're just around the corner. Yeah. And you can see that Elisa's kind of raised her lantern. And she yells out, like, they're moving quickly. They're they're not very heavily armed. They're not wearing armor. Uh, Arbor's going to move back into the room. Uh, How many yards do you want to move? Uh, I move... Uh, 10. Uh, I want to move back and towards, like, barrels, and I want to hide, essentially. So I'm going to go back there with Bruno. Okay. You bring Bruno Take back. Cover and hide, basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, stealth test. This test will be trivial. All right. Trivial. 70. I rolled 21. Success. Okay. As you as you begin to take Bruno back and, and move back behind uh, the the um, barrels, you see this kind of something shining on the ground right in front of you. Like no more than just just with an easy reach. Uh, I don't have any light source back here, so you don't. But you can see it through the darkness somehow. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to touch it, but I do want to. I, I will potentially take my time and look at it. Okay. 
So as you, you, you look down, and, and at first you think it's a coin that's kind of lodged in the middle of of the of the stone. And as you kind of almost instinctively reach out to pick it up, it's gone. Huh. But there is this, as you look behind, right beside the barrel, your eyes immediately turn over and you can see an unlit lamp. Huh. Okay. Um... I don't want to set any fires next to these things, so I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. So now we move to we cut to Taron, who is at literally at the fore of of the tunnel behind Elisa right here. You've got shield at the ready and sword as well. Dufresne, there's five up in front of us. Take that one out so we can take them all together. As I'm going to try and. Uh, use an inspiring word. Okay, uh, go ahead and uh, are you what's your damage condition currently? Unharmed. Nice. That's going to be an easy test. Okay, 88%. And an 11 is a critical success. Nice. <laughs> uh, so you will you will all add a plus one to your values, peril and damage condition. And you will also add plus one to your initiative values moving forward. Sweet. Might actually have double digits next turn. All right, so that was one AP. That's right. And then uh, I'm going to uh, move to yeah. this square. Okay, so. I'm going to hustle. Okay, so you go one, two, three yards forward. One more. So four. Yes. You're now on the standing on the tracks. By the way, the tracks are considered hard terrain, so you cannot charge nor run okay. over the tracks. Cool. Yeah, it was just a hustle, and I have one AP left, and I'm going to bank it as uh, I clank my uh, sword up against my shield, ready to withstand them. Okay. <laughs> so we we now move to. And then uh, sorry, sorry, my last. The last thing is I'll say. Uh, get behind me. Uh, to Lisa. At this point, it is now initiative, and we've already rolled our values. Uh, the Siobhan interlopers move very quickly. However, Banneker always goes first, because it's the beginning of actual combat now. So, Banneker, you obviously are over... Uh, if we go back to our battle map, uh, you are standing um, here, in right. fact. Uh, you're right there with your bow, and you just lobbed an arrow over here. Uh, and the the Siara was seriously wounded. The, the 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 woman in the mask turns toward you, and she is like, if you're standing where you're at, um, to give you an idea how tall she is. So if you look at Adam in the camera, they stand about this high. Over okay. sorry, over Adam, like literally, like if their bodies were elongated, like they were literally stretched, like they've got really unusual and otherworldly proportions, their hands, their limbs, their legs, and they're dressed in these very strange masks, obviously. What will you do? Uh, I will load, aim, and fire. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so you load for one AP. Uh, you will aim for how many AP? One or two? One. One, okay. And then fire. So, uh, normally it would be hard, but this will be a challenging test, because you get your, you get your friends, uh, over here, right by the Siobhan, but you probably have this one dead to rights if you can if you can drive an arrow home. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. Go ahead. Uh, 55% chance and... Uh, 
Christmas. I have rolled like shit tonight. I'm going to take one of these. Okay. I never do this. But. So I'll Thank take you. a misfortune. So it's four misfortune, three fortune remaining. And 37 does it. Nice. Yeah, there we go. Okay, roll damage. Aha, that is uh, explosion. explosion. Nice. Okay, that is 18 points. Wow. Oh, okay, well, uh, uh, that is more than enough. Uh, as that second arrow, thunk, thunk, and the Siabrin expires immediately uh, as you you bring it as you bring it to heal. So, uh, Banneker, that's so now it's their turn, uh, and in the in the thing that you see is you're standing obviously in the tunnel, Terawan. Yeah. Um, that as this happens, they proceed to draw their their bullwhips. And you notice that their bullwhoops are are tipped with iron uh, flechettes, mm-hmm. um, almost like not quite, not quite cat of nine tails, but like they the ends of them end with like these three iron prongs, uh, and they begin to move very quickly. Um, so the first one is going to charge forward uh, along the side of the track. So one, two, three, four. Uh, and he will charge forward for one AP because uh, they yep. move very, very, very quickly. Gotcha. And you can see this whip. It, he raises it over his head for a called shot and brings it down, whipping down toward you. And as the irons come lashing out, um, they ha- he has a 75% chance to hit. Okay. Um, so that's a 56 uh, which strikes. So uh, as he uh, hits, um, you will suffer damage uh, due to the blades on the end of the whip and a, a trait that they have. Um, but before that, we need to see, we need to do a takedown. Uh, it's entangling. So uh, you need to resist the coordination test. Okay, It'll be challenging. Challenging coordination will be 27. And a 0-4 will succeed. Nice. Uh-huh. So... Oh. You flipped a fail. What? It's entangling. You flipped a yeah. fail. Oh, okay. oh so that's right. Okay. So, Sorry, bud. Okay. So, Terwin is... Uh, Terwin is unfortunately knocked off his feet. And the, 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 the bullwhip comes down and lashes across him uh, for... Uh, six for 11 damage. Okay, I remain unharmed. Nice, that's good. Uh, so wait, 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 roll one more. Why is that? Um, that oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You're right because you're on the ground and charged. Yep, so 11, so 12 damage. Okay, I, I'm still hard, <laughs> but yeah, okay, gotta be honest. Uh, yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this just to roll on because I think sure. that this clattering is gonna kind of sound weird on, on the yeah. camera, unfortunately. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave your fortune points here. You have three remaining. Uh, so that's the first Seabrand Interloper's turn. Uh, the next one is going to charge. Is going to charge as well. So uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, coming forward. And as you're already on the ground, it is going to take aim and then strike, uh, which gives it a eighty-five percent chance to succeed. And I roll a critical success, a zero one. Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to do with that is I'm actually gonna give myself a I'm gonna give myself a misfortune point. 
uh, to not further punish you. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, because uh, uh, it, um, <laughs> yeah, so you're already off your feet, uh, so you're you're fine there. Um, and the thing seems to have a dreadful command of its whip. Uh, one could say it may be a chattel slavery, so it has master's whip, which means it ignores ineffective and pummeling when fighting with brawling weapon. That's why the whip is doing yeah. damage. Yeah. Um, so as it brings the whip down, um, it is going to attempt to chokehold. Uh, so go ahead and roll to resist with a toughness test, and this is challenging. Okay. Uh, challenging toughness test will be 61. And uh, 91 will not succeed. Oof. You have three misfortune. You have three fortune points left. I think I should use one of these. Yeah. Well, it's also flip to fail regardless. Yeah, but there's about three more that are coming. So there's. So I now have six misfortune. You have two fortune remaining. Mm -hmm. All right. So 61. Somebody didn't look. And a 65 won't do it. Okay. You are now caught in a chokehold, uh, and its turn immediately ends, so you suffer no damage. Um, as a result uh, of the chokehold, uh, you will suffer uh, 1d10 plus bronze, so you suffer 7 physical peril. Okay, I remain in peril. Okay. Uh, so, Terwin is, this thing has a boot on Terwin's throat and the thing wrapped around its neck, and Terwin's dropped his weapons as he's trying to escape the chokehold. Uh, he's fortunately suffered no peril at this point. And the others begin to charge forward. And they seem to be moving through the darkness with, with no challenge whatsoever. Uh, and they have a move of 24 when they charge. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. Uh, I'll actually do that one's turn first. So it charges toward Elisa uh, with the bull of an ant. Um, and it will also, at this point, charge and uh, take aim. So, or take aim then attack, rather. Did it charge so, over the tracks? No, okay. charge beside them. Okay. Uh, so its chance to strike is 85. I rolled a 97, but I think we use a misfortune point oh. to, to re-roll that. Uh, to see what yeah, happens here. Uh, 64 is a hit. Uh, because it's an entangling weapon, it's going it, to attempt to take you off your... It's going to attempt to take you off your feet yeah. uh, for beatdown. Uh, so go ahead and ro resist a challenging coordination test. Alright, 35. Nope. The Sea Auburn Slaver quickly takes Elisa off her feet. Uh, and the weapon lashes down, dealing damage. So, one from charge, one on the ground, and one for the weapon. So it's five plus uh, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 damage. Okay. I am moderately wounded. And they move very quickly. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, charging down through the other Siobhan, pausing for a moment, and hustles toward you for one AP, leaving one AP left to simply make a melee attack. It does not get the benefits of charge. So uh, its test is 65. Okay. You quickly whip around, you can see over here the Siobhan. Roll a 32, so it's a strike. 
Um, it does provoke entailing, so it's going to probably try to take you off your feet. Go ahead and make a. I have lightning uh, That's a good point. Uh, so if you wish to parry this, you can attempt that. I definitely wish to parry this. That's right. Okay. So it's just going to be a standard. Seventy-five. Standard. I rolled no seven. Uh, so you're parrying with your bow. Just to be clear. Uh, he's attacking me with a whip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of All right. So you pull your bow up. So I'll let you know uh, if they use heavy weapons. That's necessarily the case here. But you always will risk breaking weapons if you try right. to parry with ranged weapons. Just keep this in mind. So you manage to, ugh, you, you manage to grab a hold of it and kind of quickly whip away. And you can see that this one's mask is almost like it's an open maw, and there's like something like almost kind of these small eyes within its mouth, kind of carved in the mask of ivory. Like he's almost like, like almost like doll-like eyeballs inside of its mouth on the mask. The the, the mask has no. Eye slits for its for its eyes or nose, just like a mouth. Looks frightening. Um, and the final Seabrin interloper will charge forward, making the same mistake, not seeing anyone, and just simply move up. Unfortunately, it doesn't get close enough to do anything to Banneker. And um, now their turn is over. So Eugene, what would you like to do? Well, I'm going to charge one that's on Banneker. Okay. You quickly wheel out and go after. That's right. So you are going to. Sorry, this is you. You're going to whip around. Uh, I was about to have no what way. is your? What is your? How many yards will you uh, move? I have a movement of nine. Nice. Uh, I will close okay. to get right up on it. Okay. Sure. So you quickly charge forward. Sorry, I'm gonna record something real quick. Okay. Oh, um, you charge forward. It's going to be a routine test. Oh boy. Uh. <laughs> 84. Uh, I'm going to burn one to re-roll that. Okay. That is we need one fortune point left. Uh, 38 success. Nice. All right. Uh, it is going to use a misfortune point to attempt to parry your blow. Uh, so go ahead. I will attempt to parry now. Its chance will be um, 65. Oh, you sorry, 55 because you charged. And I rolled a 56. Nice. But I think I'll use a misfortune point to re-roll that. Right. We're burning Burn through down, yeah, Burn down. So uh, I rolled a 0-5. Oh, wow. So you lunge forward and like takes away. They kind of lashes around your sword and you kind of are kind of drawn back and forth for just a mere moment um, as you're attempting to kind of get the thing off. You're kind of locked in and then it relinquishes the blow. Um, so that, that turns us to Elisa. What were you doing? Uh, You're on the ground. Getting up can invoke an attack. Uh, no, standing no. up and moving. You, whenever you, whenever you get up, it's, you move one yard if you wish. You don't have to. But simply standing up does not provoke an opportunity attack. Um, yeah, she will go ahead and get up. Okay, you come to your feet. Do you have a skill rank in coordination? I do not. Okay, so that's two action points to come to your feet. Okay. Uh, fortunately, you have your lamp. We'll assume your lamp didn't spell at this point, that you didn't lose, um, you didn't, didn't extinguish. So you're, you're good. Uh, you're a bank one AP. Okay. Uh, Banneker, it's your turn again. Uh, I will, um... Good thing is you have light on the one directly in front of you. I will, if uh, we, if we drop look. my bow. Okay. 
we look right here on our camera. Pull um, my this uh, is where Banneker is, and this is where the Siabrin is. Pull my hunting sword and attack. Okay. Uh, so you drop your bow, draw your your hunting sword for one for zero AP, and then just do a melee attack. Uh, actually, I'm gonna try a takedown and then attack. Nice. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be a coordination test. Okay. Uh, your test will be challenging because it's a little bigger than you. Not really. I'm mountain among men. It is large. You are not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Then. Uh, you are not among men, my friend. You are not. Ah, Interlopers to this 36, world. 36, and that did not work. But. Okay. Okay. Try it. Okay. Uh, so you're not just going to strike now? I'm going to strike. Okay. It's going to be standard test. Okay. Uh, that is a 65. And 53 does it. Nice. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll damage. Three. I'm going to turn that to a phase six. With your final Oath Keeper? Yep. Okay. So, 9 and 8, 17. Nice. Uh, it is moderately wounded. Roll 1d6 chaos die. Damn. Man, and like crap. Uh, unfortunately, nothing else. So, uh, I just realized I haven't been adding the additional d6 for large, so I'm going to do that moving forward. Uh, Terran, it's now your turn. Okay, Terran's going to attempt to resist. Okay, uh, you're caught in the chokehold. Uh, go ahead and roll. Your chances will be challenging. Okay, challenging will be 61. And 82 won't do it. So that's my turn. Okay. We have one more if you want to take it. Get yourself out. No. Cotton ye old chokehold. The thing stands over um, Terrawind. So uh, that now brings us to Warren. What we do? Warren is back into the corner. So when she turns around, her eye is glowing bright red. She so, looks pissed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what will what will um, what will she do? She is going to. Uh, she's going to. She's going to run up to the Siobran and attack with a bull whip. Okay. You come forward one, two, three yards. Mm -hmm. Okay. And attack. It is uh, it is going to be a standard test. All right. That'll be fifty-eight percent chance to succeed. And Thirty-one will do it, and that triggers a uh, it's a tangling, so that triggers either a takedown or. Chokehold. Which will you do? The chokehold. Okay. I uh, will attempt to resist. Its uh, chance is not so hot. Um, it's going to be a 45% chance success. Oh, I rolled an 81, but right. I think I'm going to use this misfortune point to re-roll. Because uh, this could be bad for it. Uh, it's 45, and I rolled a 45 on the nose. But it puts a fail, doesn't it? Uh, it does, 54. So it is now caught in a chokehold. So go ahead and roll 1d10 and add your brawn bonus. Turn on how much peril it suffers. When I maintain a chokehold, I do deal damages using it as if using a bare-handed weapon. Nice, so you do peril and damage. Okay, so how much peril does it suffer first off? Uh, so that's d6 plus... D10, d10 plus brawn. D10 plus brawn, okay, thank yep. you. D10 plus brawn. Yikes. Uh, that's going to be 21. 
I rolled a 10, right? I rolled a 10. Yeah. <laughs> so she is now ignoring two skill ranks. Or sorry, the Siobran's ignoring two skill ranks with that. Now what's the damage that it suffers? Does that roll d10 again? No, it's no, normal damage. damage so oh, just a variant attack. Yeah, okay. variant attack. That's three so, plus brown bonus. Uh, 14. 14. <laughs> yeah. 11 brown. She's a beast. She is a beast. She is a beast. I thought you just knew. She is clearly here. Um... <laughs> You like can the see the whole it's, area. <laughs> like, you know, the the, that's right. Her her single eye is burning orange, and the Siobran is grievously wounded. Roll three d six chaos dice. There's a six. There's a five. It's a pummeling weapon. Yep. Uh, so we'll only do moderate. So go ahead and um, roll percentiles for me. Hi, 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 hi. Uh, that's a 19. Dang. 19. That was not like Fortune's Mercy. Yeah, yeah. Fortune's Mercy! Would have been awesome. Um, okay. So you rolled 91. 19. Sorry, is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, in full, until fully recuperated, it, re- it reduces its encumbrance limit by 3. So I'm going to drop its initiative by 3. And its movement by 3. Nice. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's your turn. Yep. And that brings us to Harper finally. Uh. So we've uh, hidden um, successfully. Yeah. B- Bruno's obviously like laying against yeah. the barrels or the stone. Yeah. And then there's this lantern here. Uh, a lamp specifically. Lamp. Sorry, yeah. lamp. Uh, yeah. I'll take another look at that to see if there's anything. Is there anything else I can kind of glean from that or? Does it look like it's... I'm going to actually grab it and shake it. Does it feel full? As you expect it, you see a a shattered vial on the ground, and at first your mind turns toward it must be empty. But the lamp is completely full. Huh. Interesting. For some reason, there's a full lamp next to all these barrels of pyre shot. Kind of curious, but I don't want to set the light off to let them know that I'm here. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna just. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what else to do, so I'm gonna just kind of keep hidden, keep quiet. Okay. So stay back here. Yeah. Okay. Let's move now to initiative. So, Siapra have a 19. Lisa. Wow, Banneker got 23. Nice. And we've got to get some rolls here still from Harper. We got, we got a three. Oh, actually, I'm not going to be last. So then you're in the pass pass. What happened? He doesn't ask us. Yeah, he doesn't fight. Yeah, he's a pass pass. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. That was the second. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Whoop, like, Manneker, it's your turn. It's your turn. What will you do? Uh, what? Sorry, I didn't know that, man. I was like, what is he doing? Why is there gunmen hiding? Yeah, I mean, at this point, consider this. I mean, the story's kind of led Harper. He's like, he's, he's defeated. He'll defeat it. Yeah. That's kind of what drove him toward picking up adherent. Yeah, and that's why he handed you his gun. That's right. Uh, yeah, remember, you I got see. that triple barrel gun, bud. Yeah. I got it, but I get the sword in my hand right now. So we get a new character. 
Um, I am going to... <laughs> wow. The one directly in front of you is grievously wounded. I am going to take that puppy out. Okay. That is my plan. With What are you doing? I'm just going to attack this first time. Okay. Hopefully move up and take the other one down. Okay. That's my... Go ahead. So go ahead and make a melee attack. This is standard. Okay. Uh, 09 is a success. Okay. It is going to attempt to parry uh, with this misfortune point here. As a 65 percent, the Siobhan is literally. I mean, it's it's on the it's on the it's on the ropes. Um, and roll eighty two. It's a failure. So roll damage. Uh, that is thirteen points. Nice. Okay, the Siobhan interloper has been dispatched. As you, what weapon were you using? Uh, hunting sword. Oh, I love it. Roll percentiles. Percentile. Yeah. Let's let's find out what happens to it. 07 again. 07, okay. How is this thing slain? Your weapon carves an arc from the foe's temple through the jaw and deep into the shoulder, causing you to be showered by an arterial spray. Of ah. <laughs> so that's one action point. Uh, then I will um, close. Th- wait, wait. You only uh, have one yard, so you can't. You can't charge. Oh, um, damn it, I don't have it. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. There's about um, one yard here between you and it. So we'll move back to the battle map because you're standing here. Dang it, I There's have... about one yard between it and you. It's standing on the trestles. No more than just a few feet away is the, the child that was about to have been ritualistically slain recently. The smell in here is overwhelming. I'm trying to figure out... Uh, um... I will drop my sword, pull my gun, uh, and fire for uh, uh, my uh, take them down range. Uh, study, uh, range nice. Range okay. Down. Uh, go ahead and make an attack. Uh, this is going to be routine. Let's see if it works. Routine on the note. Oh, wait, actually, 75, so 64 is good. So, so Banneker, Banneker drops the weapon. There's <laughs> like the, the Mandalorian. Like, the you shoot you shoot toward its leg. It'll attempt to resist a takedown. Um, takedown. Takedown. Uh, which its chances uh, are 40%. 53. Nice. Boom! The Seabrit is knocked off of its feet. All right, guys. She's all yours. Okay. It... Is all yours. So it's now. <laughs> unfortunately, it is now their I don't know what turn. That thing is. <laughs> it, it is now their turn. Unfortunately, and um, the first thing it will do uh, that you knocked it off of its feet. Um, oh, it's crap. yeah. It's it's going to stand up. Um, and it's going to get up for one AP. Um, and as it's anybody have and because where it's at, it's going to actually recede deeper into the caverns. Uh, so it's gonna move uh, sl- one, two, whoa, whoa. three. I have a ranged weapon. Uh, do you have a reach weapon? I have a ranged weapon in my hand. That doesn't mean anything. You have a reach weapon. You can take an opportunity attack. Why can't I shoot him with it's an? It's not engaged. Because uh, like engaged. Other, otherwise, you'd be taking opportunity attacks all the time. It's I not. If like it was engaged, it. yeah, if it, it'd be a different engaged. story. Yeah. I have Four, a reach weapon with like five, yeah. six. What do you have in hand? Oh, oh yeah, you. Uh, let's find out. Uh, one, two. No, you're not. Okay. Unfortunately. Uh, and you can only do it when they're engaged anyway. Reach, you can't do opportunity attacks. Okay. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
and it turns around, pausing, and looks down the way toward you as its mask kind of turns toward you, and, and you're in darkness, but you can see kind of with the lights filtering through, you can see uh, from where you're at, Harper, um, you can see that this thing is kind of looking toward you, and it has this long, wicked-looking whip, and it kind of steps back a few paces. What's your adherent trait? Uh, they would have a minus 20%. Um, to any attacks or parallel stunts against me. That's what I thought. Um, so I think what it's going to do is close the distance, but it's approaching very apprehensively as, as I'm assuming, Harper, you have your symbol held before you at sure. least. Because it would recognize, like, Harper's an arm, but this thing clearly have, believes something is amiss. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, its turn is over. It's all three action points. Um, however, uh, the one that had um, the one that has Terran on the ground will do its next uh, amount of peril. Uh, so it's one to ten plus bronze. So you suffer fifteen physical peril, and uh, it still has Terran held on the ground. Um, the one that is in front of Elisa, armed with um, a bullwhip, actually will begin moving. Um, one, two, three, and you kind of swing out wildly as it's just kind of keeping the distance closed. And you see that it, 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 at this point, it's one action point. Uh, the thing will spend another action point to put its, its, um, bullet away. Spend a third action point to pick up a bolt, to draw a bolus and begins spinning it overhead and spends a misfortune point to lob it, uh, the direction of the three of you. So it's going to go uh, immediately toward uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's going to be one, two, three, four, five. It'll go toward her. So she throws the bola toward you. Um, it has a sixty-five percent chance for success. Uh, roll a fifty-seven. So the bola strikes, um, and I think what it's going to do is attempt to choke. Uh, so go ahead and resist a chokehold, if you would, please. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a probably a challenging toughness test. That's an awful okay. experience. All right, so 61% chance to succeed. And a 21 succeeds. Nice, okay. The bowl wraps around your neck, and you kind of pull it off, throwing it to the ground. Um, and then the final Siobhan uh, uh, will, one, two, step forward, uh, surrounding um, Elisa on either side in a pincer attack um, with its bolt with its bullwhip. It steps forward for one AP. It will take aim for one last for another AP, and it will lash down toward her, attempting to strike. So this is going to be a 75% chance to strike. I rolled a 68, which hits. Do you want to attempt to parry? Yeah, I do. Okay, it's going to be a challenging test against its bullwhip. Save some initiative for the rest of us. Yeah, buddy. And don't forget you have a plus right. one. So we're right here at this oh, point. Uh, I'm gonna ignore that critical failure. Oh, nice! <laughs> oh, using that uh, Oathkeeper. Nice! Do I reroll or just ignore it? It says reroll critical effects. failure. Yeah. Was it reroll? Yep. It's not ignore? I, I swear it was ignore. Uh, let's, let's look at your, uh, let's look at your, uh, your ability real quick. Can either it may either ignore any one critically failed skill test. Oh, just ignore. So okay. you fail regardless. Um, but at least it's not a crit fail, yeah. uh, which is good. So, uh, is it lashes around your neck? You're being choked. 
um, as uh, as it will will deal. Um, oh Jesus, that's a cocked dice. Uh, oh, ten roll ten again. Uh, Fifteen physical peril, and you were caught in a chokehold. Um, and that now comes to Elisa's turn. Elisa, you need to attempt to resist. It's a challenging toughness test. Or, sorry, standard toughness test. My apologies. Toughness? Yes, you can feel your the life being snuffed mm, from you. Standard. Fourteen yes. will do it. Nice. She grabs a hold of it and kind of relinquishes the the hold of the whip, and you're still standing, which is good, with your lantern in hand. But you had to have. I'm sorry. You need both hands to get yourself free, so the lantern probably dropped to the ground. Roll a d6 chaos die. If it falls on six, the lantern winks out. Two. Okay. The lantern clatters as it hits the ground, and we will actually just mark the lantern with um, with a little box, I think, on the battle map, just so we have an understanding of where the light is. So we'll put it right about here, in a good position, at least, where it drops. It drops right in the middle of the tracks. So, um, Elisa, you are unarmed at this point, but you're at least free of the chokehold. What will you do? Uh, so I am going to... Well, let's see if it'll work. I never have this work because everybody's fucking immune to it. But I'm going to attempt a litany of hatred, screaming at them to leave us be as we've already taken out two of their priests. Okay. Uh, go ahead and what is your current damage condition track? Uh, I am currently moderately wounded. Her voice is a little raspy. Um, moderate, you said? Yes. It's going to be a standard test. I'm gonna ignore another critical failure. Oh, I can't. Man. Another, another seventy-seven. Yeah, my dice. I'll take that. Oh, that's Oathkeeper. Oathkeeper's been nice for everyone at this point. Nice. However, a twenty-two is a critical success. Nice. Okay. Well. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Only ignores. Then take that and take my twenty-two. <laughs> okay. You rolled 22? I rolled a 22. Yeah. Oh, a crit. I don't want to lose. Success? Yeah. success. Screw it. As she Good. screams Good. with a raspy voice as she's been choked, at first you think it falls on deaf ears. I have multilingual. But because, but because she has multilingual, <laughs> and because she crit succeeded, she says something in a tongue that clearly they, they understand the gesticulations, and they will lower their damage or progress tracks by minus one. So they're suffering from some pretty so nasty stuff at this point. Huh? Um, anything else you wish to do? Okay, so that was oh, one to get up, one to do the litany of hatred. Yep, right? that's right. No, I was already up. So are. one to do the litany of hatred, one to break the chokehold, right? None to break, zero to break chokehold. So one to do litany of hatred. You have two AP left. Is my is my weapon out of easy reach? No, your weapon's beside you, but it'll cost you an AP to arm yourself with. Okay, well, you never dropped your weapon. You I guess you did drop your weapon. Right, it's a chokehold. So, would that invoke anything? Drawing weapon never provokes an opportunity attack unless a traitor talent says otherwise. Okay, then uh, I will go ahead and pick it back up. Well, which is your what? Basilard. Okay, she pulls the basilard up from amid the the sand, the salt rubble on the floor. And uh, screw it, I'm gonna attack the one that's right in front of me. Well, yeah, because I am not within range to be able to help tear one up, am mm-hmm. I? Unfortunately, not. The thing has the thing has kind of grabbed with both of its limbs. It's like holding the rope. Uh, sorry, the 
the the the whip and kind of place its foot on the on his chest, holding him in place. And you can see the light kind of going out of Terwin's eyes. Uh, roll to strike. It's going to be a standard test. Okay. Uh, I have one misfortune point left, but I'm not going to parry. <laughs> Roll damage. We'll just brag about it. Yeah, it's like, uh, gonna you be just, yeah, no. To be fair, uh, it's zero fortune uh, points. To be fair. The person to screw us over, but she just spent one and you put it in the pile and that up with yours. And she's, she's actually right. right. Yeah, you should have a second. You should have a second. Because she just spent one and you toss it in the pile oh, with the other. Oh, that's so. right. You're right. Thanks. Good call. So too much work. Thanks for being honest. Six. Hey, she got six. Whoa. Nine. Uh, so that'll be fourteen damage. Whoa. You heard it. That's all that matters. Yeah. You heard it. Yes. So <laughs> the only it is moderately wounded. Nice. Okay, because we got the minus one. Roll a. Yeah, that's right. Roll a one d six cast. I see if it's injured. Wish I had oath keeper left. Five. No oh. injury. Okay. That brings us to Harper Clavier. Uh, so Harper it took my it was, it was Warren. Holding. You handed me his thing a minute ago. Oh, it's Warren. Oh, I'm sorry, Warren. My apologies. Sorry about that. That's fine. She will or her. Sorry. Yes. yes. Uh, what will she do? She will run into the room screaming as she does, uh, doing a litany of hatred. Uh, that's already happened. Already so you can't it. do anything there. So I can't. There are suffering at all. You well, can absolutely the actual have no. They'll have no mechanical effect. Okay. Yeah, so I have. I have. A trait that allows me to do something with it different than the normal one. Oh, well, you can still try that. Okay, Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so I want to do that. Yeah, you can do that. So, difficulty? Uh, What's your current damage condition track? Unharmed. Nice. It is going to be an easy test. How far do you want to move into the room? Uh, I'll move uh, nine. Four. Do you want to you become engaged? Yes. With the one in front of you? Mm -hmm. Okay. You rush forward with your hands out, and she's screaming at the top of her lungs. She's screaming something in a tongue you cannot understand. It does not sound like Warren's voice at all. It sounds like clearly like a raspy woman's voice, a gravelly, <laughs> deep rasp. What does she say? Is it something in a tongue they can't understand? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not even Elisa can. <laughs> um, so... This is a intimidate. <laughs> yeah, it's a an easy test for you. Okay. I'd like to roll secret signs to know what she's saying. So that'll be seventy one percent chance to succeed, and six will do it. <laughs> nice. What so happens? When I succeed, uh, whenever you use intimidate, foes get negative twenty base chance to all skill tests for the next twenty four hours. The one or many, and what trait are you talent or talking about? Honestly, evil eye. Um, Okay, tell me about it. Whenever you successfully intimidate, foes get negative 20 base chance to all skill tests. Nice, what's your fellowship bonus? Uh, four. All the Siabrin, at least who are here, three. who can hear you, have a minus 20 to all skill tests. <laughs> and then I'll use my last action point to attack with the bullwhip. Water. Okay, uh, so you need to draw your bullwhip, or is it already drawn? It's already drawn. Okay, cool, okay. You lash out with your bullwhip. Uh, okay. Your test will be routine. It's large. 68% chance to succeed. And a 21 will do it. Nice. And That's I'll, good. I'll do a chokehold. Okay. Well, uh, it, it, it <laughs> its chances are 
fifteen percent. Uh, it was already a weakness. With a yeah. flip to fail. Uh, yeah. Just to clarify, evil 15%. eye is from what? Evil eye is a one of the drawbacks I got, or um, disorders. Disorders I got from the last. Or is it? Uh, you mean the manifestations? So to to be clear, it's it's the it's it's not the drawback. It's the demonic demonic yeah. gift or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Let's double check that on Mongosh, if you would, between turns. Okay. But uh, yeah, so I'm attempt to resist first off. So 15%. I rolled an 86, so no. <laughs> this copy's behind you, it's my copy, please, thank you. So um, he has that copy. He has those two, yeah. Oh, uh, that's not the right copy, no, don't use that. That's the wrong copy. Sorry, yellow yellow interior is collectors. Uh, just use the ones behind Adam, please. Uh, it's, so under, it's, under, it's under a Libra Demonium. Uh, so it doesn't resist, so you chuck hold or take down. So cool. Okay, roll 1d10 and add broad bonus. Do it bet- after your turn is over, please. Okay, check. Uh, it's 21. <laughs> that broad bonus. Uh, so this We've is the same broad, one right? who'd been choked before. Um, so it's... As, as she brings the whip around the thing's throat, what do you do if she's unconscious? Oh, she's unconscious? What happens when you bring her close to you? What happens? <laughs> Explain to us in narrative terms what happens. Uh, well, she has the, um, I guess that is a crippling constrictor trait, so she will... Just, Explain to us in narrative terms what happens. She will just bring her close to her and just squeeze her neck until just chokes her out, basically. You squeeze the 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 the, 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 the you squeeze and squeeze and squeeze and you can feel the kind of crusted burnt flesh against your own as you bring the siabrin in like in a bear hug and you hear this kind of soft pop sound as you realize you dislocated one of her one of her vertebrae and she and and the siabrin falls to the ground unconscious. Uh, so this now brings us to. I also do, I also do damage. Uh, how much damage you do? Um, as if a barehanded weapon. Right. So, so d six, so twelve damage. still uh, So it's it's moderately wounded. <laughs> Roll one d six It's also on the ground. Roll one d six cast. I was. You choked right. it out. It's on the ground, and you get damage for. Uh, so uh, to, let's let's so time out. Let's be clear here. Um, when you do a chokehold, your turn's over. Right. Nothing else happens. That's why they weren't doing damage to you when they provoked chokeholds earlier. So there's no damage to be added here if you're doing a chokehold. Okay. And if you took them down, different story. Okay. So just to be clear. Um, so when do I maintain? Well, hold on. Let's, let's level check this. So you're, you have an ability that allows you to do damage along with your chokehold? When I maintain. When I maintain the Okay, you're not maintaining yet. Okay. All right, then. That's okay. it. You just yeah. that's the point's initiated. Thank, so thank you. on your next turn, yeah. you'll do damage. That's right. Gotcha. Okay. So roll d6 chaos die to see if it suffers an injury. Or sorry, okay. you don't have to do that. My apologies. You don't do anything. Okay. Your turn's over. I'm done. So check your so check your evil eye in mm-hmm. Mongosh. We move to Harper. Harper, what will you do? So Harper's gonna hold out his holy pendant in front of him and say, I, I don't know if you understand my language. Surely you understand the will of the gods. Your quarrel is not here. If you seek violence, you should go elsewhere. It's good. Uh, go ahead and roll a bargain test. Uh, this test will be hard. Hard bargain. 23. Sounds like an awesome movie. Hard bargain. 83 is a failure. Mm. You you plead with 
the Siabrin, but it doesn't seem to to stop its approach as it's slowly kind of moving toward you like this. And it still has this whip in hand, but has not made an attack yet. It seems to be very apprehensive to come toward you, but eventually it, the, the, the Siabrin comes so close that you can, you're literally almost breathing face to face with its, with when you're breathing up on its mask, kind of standing stalwart and not moving, you're just kind of held fast where you're at. And the thing has the whip. It's one action point so far, so what we can do. Um, Bruno was behind you against the wall where the gunpowder and the lamp is. Well, you see, I'm kind of a bit new to this. It says I am, what I want to do is I want to pull out my, because uh, I have a pipe and a striker. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull that out and like clip that and go, now, I'm not trying to be violent here. I'm trying to get away from that. But if you mean me harm, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, go ahead and make an intimidate test. This test will be trivial. The Siobhan, the, the she looks down toward the, the 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 powder kegs and looks toward you and let's see if you can convince it. Yeah, so 72. And that is 85, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Clearly not... Otherwise, one. I'll just uh, hold my last AP then. Okay, all right. Uh, unfortunately, you, you plead with it and then you threaten it and, and the thing does not seem to be... Um, dissuaded from any means of violence at this point. Uh, and now we move to Terwin. Terwin is going to... Oh, you have to resist. ...roll around on the ground and continue to try and clutch at the uh, whip around his neck. So it's a routine test? Routine. Please. That'll make it 81. And the 98 won't do it. Oh, Terwin is on the ground, and things are not looking good. His turn is over. Eugene? Uh, well, I'm going to charge around the corner, uh, and ought to go after the lunch truck and Terwin. You want to go after the lunch trying to kill me? You're going to... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sorry. Before you start rolling them. anything, I don't understand who you're charging at. Uh, on Terwin. Well, I was going to charge around the corner because I heard more were coming. Okay. And then just so decision to go after so, one around. So to be clear, uh-huh. one, two, three, four, you cannot see the one on Terowin. You can see it on the map, but you, the character, have no idea okay. that they are on top of Terowin. So uh, what I'm going to well, allow you to do... target one. That's right. I'm going to allow you okay. to hustle forward for one AP instead of charging. Okay. So you can correct your action. Okay. So that leaves you two AP remaining. Okay. So you can still... Hustle forward and attack, but I think it's important to remember that despite the fact that you may be able to see the battle map, the reality is that 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 Eugene clearly didn't have light of sight. Okay, that's fine. Um, then I will move forward and attack. Okay. Um, and the one on Terwin. Okay, your test will be easy because it's maintaining a chokehold. Uh, twenty-one success. Nice roll damage. Remember, if you move it at least one step down the parallel damage condition track, it relinquishes the chokehold. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's gonna be eight. That's enough. Yes! Yes! Somebody, yes! somebody rolled a linear hatred earlier. <laughs> so it is lightly wounded. The chokehold is released from the Siobhan on Terwin, and we now turn toward initiative. Okay. Okay. So give me your cards, if you would. <laughs> hey, I held on to Ready. one. Right? Oh, it held on to me. No, I I yeah, you kept one tied up. Oh, wait, no, you kept two tied up. I couldn't get yeah. the other two. Oh, no, it'd be dangerous. Okay. Yeah. Wow, Bader got a 29. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
That was, He's a Watchman now. You're a, oh, you went with Watchman. Yeah. Oh. So okay. I told you I was gonna mid max this. Thing. <laughs> Sorry, that's right. I thought you were in so. Banneker with the initiative. What will you do? Uh, I will pick my hunting sword up for one. Is okay, that... that's right. So you grab your hunting sword off the ground. So let's let's move to the battle camera. So uh, you are right here. Uh, okay. What's, what's, catch, what's catching over guy, here, guys? Right? What am I catching oh. up? Thank you. Um, you're right here. So you pick up your hunting sword. And I have seen this person, right? Because he oh, absolutely. fired yeah. at us. That's right. Okay. That's right. Ran out of there. Okay, I am going to move up to attack that person on the ground. Okay, so hustle forward. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, or five? Uh, as long as I can attack, I don't care where I'm at. Yeah, okay. We'll put you right here on the... As you, as you come forward, you're standing on the trestle, which is hard terrain. You notice something. You can see... The shadows back in the corner where you saw Harper move to, and you also saw Siabrin go back there just a few moments ago. Um, the one that's on the ground is, I believe, currently caught in a chokehold. Uh, by or yeah, chokehold by um, her. So what will you do? Uh, I will attack it on the ground. That's an easy test. Yeah, yeah. All right, that is a eighty-five percent. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah, rolling 95. Eugene? Uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, I still Sorry. Don't I? My apologies. Oh, wait, no. I'm, that's yeah, right. That is it. That is yeah. it for me. Eugene, what will you do? Uh, I'm Shut going to. So, what's going to be easy for I'm me, guys, just, to, just, I think something we should start doing as a practice is say, I will spend X amount of action points to move. Mm -hmm. I will spend X amount of action points to attack. I will spend action, X amount of action points to do special actions because I don't, I don't know. Okay. So let's let's put that, that let's put that on you all now. That's fair. You do that for us. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and have you do that because it'll be easier and it'll be less confusion on my part. So um, we now move to Eugene. Um, and Eugene, you're right here, yep. and you just lunged at the Siobhan. Yep. And with the rotating, the new type of initiative we're using, like you're right back up. Yep. Uh, and I'm gonna aim and strike at him. So aim for one and strike for one. Okay. Uh, your attack will be routine in that case. Uh, Sorry. Easy. My apologies. It's still big. works out. Sixty-one will still do it. So that's a hit. Okay. It will attempt to parry with a misfortune point. Mm -hmm. We're We're gave that to him. So, <laughs> I did. Uh, quick point of order. Uh, Warren or her evil eye. What we find out. I'm still looking. Evil eyes under Lima de Monum. I couldn't find it in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. let's try to find it. Okay. And whatever books it came from, because if you can't find it, it is not active. All right. So um, it's going to attempt to uh, parry for a 35% chance. Uh, for a roll of 40, so it failed. So again, roll damage. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's kill this guy. Womp uh, womp. That sucks. So I'm going to turn to my last Oath Keeper. Uh, nice. Turn that into a six. Okay. Uh, to get tier one out right of this. Here. Uh, that's going to be 17 points of damage. Whoa. Uh, uh, so that's two steps down. So it's now lightly. It's now seriously wounded. Roll 2d6 chaos dice. Uh, six. Whoa. Roll percentiles. And, uh, 69. Oh, damn it. Two sessions away. Okay, so 69. Are you going to evil hide it? Yeah. Is a page three thirty. It's a taint of chaos. So okay. uh, it's it suffers a skull fracture, 
Um, and until, uh, sorry, my apologies, a stress fracture. Until recuperated, it cannot counterspell, dodge, or parry. Dope. So anything else we should do? Uh, no, bank my last two. Um, well, I'll bank my last one, and then I got my free dodge. So I'm ready for the same. Cool. So Elise, it's your turn. All right. She is going to go ahead and take another swipe at the one in front of her for one AP. Okay. Uh, Standard attack. Or sorry, uh, standard test. My fault. Sorry. Routine test. It's bigger than you. Routine? Yeah. Okay. Um, Alright, so I have a 52-62% chance to hit. Uh, 30 will hit. Nice. Roll damage. uh, Damage. Uh, now That's a six four. on the die. Yeah, it is. Nine. Um, so fourteen points of damage. Whoa! 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 Fourteen damage. Nice. Yes. It is grievously wounded by the basilard. Roll three d six cast dice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is not a six. That is not a six. Damn. No injuries. I got a six on the damage. That's all I did. Yeah, right. So anything else you wish to do? So then I am going to go ahead. It's going to use a misfortune point, by the way, to go one step of the damage condition trap and move back seriously. So now I can't attack again because I have the AP for it, right? We figured that out? No. 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 If you it's if you miss, right? Yep. If you miss. Only if you miss, right? Okay. Oh, shit. Sh- then sh- instead. Oh, look at that king. I am going to attempt a uh, uh, to blind them by kicking up some sand into her face. Okay. So uh, do you have a free hand to do that? A Vassalard's only one-handed, right? Okay. So you pick up a handful and it's going to be it's off. You, uh, it's not sand. It's so salt. To, 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 to clarify, okay. to clarify, uh, are do you have ambidexterity, the I talent? Do. I do not. Okay. So this is a routine guile test, but flip to fail. It's an offhand. Okay, routine guile flip to fail. Yes. Uh, are they a different social class from me? Because I have torch on. No, I'm kidding. That does not work that way. <laughs> You're not interacting. This is not no, it's now. fine. Uh, 33 is a critical success. Nice! Not nice. only uh, is it blinded for this turn, it's blinded for next turn as well. Ooh. Or no, no, no. Let's do this instead. It's defenseless. Yeah, two turns. So I have one AP left? Just one turn. Defenseless. Defenseless. Until the beginning of her next turn. Until the beginning of her their next turn. Or their next turn, rather. Oh, their, their next, next turn is... Their next okay, turn. Okay, Sorry, okay. yeah. I was going to say... Yeah, they're, they're yeah. yeah right I, now. This is where the rounds gets, yeah. uh, unfortunately, a little mess, muddy. Uh, then for my last AP, I'd like to try to knock it out. Yeah. Nice! You can absolutely do that! Uh, your test is going to be... Uh, oh shit! Yeah, you only get one perilous stun, and I don't have any. Oh, that's a good I tried. point. Uh, okay. Anything then I will. I will bank. Okay. Um, well, because... she will, however, yell out, "Kill it!" <laughs> the Siobran, uh is is defenseless, and it's its turn. Um, and and what what they're going to what it's going to do, uh, is it will it it, it has the the pull up still in hand, and it's going to attempt to disarm. Uh, disarm. Um, uh, my apologies, Elisa. Uh, for a what we determine an evil eye. It's what does it say? It says um, whenever you use a successful intimidate test, one foe suffers negative twenty. Ah, so 
Uh, we can assume it was probably this foe then. Yes. So this was okay. Okay, good. Thank you for that clarification. Thank you. So it is going to be a uh, 60% chance to do this, to disarm. But he rolled critical. <clears throat> I'm sorry? That's why you gave it to everybody, he rolled critical. I gave it to everybody because I thought that's how the ability worked. Okay. But um, I think what we'll do, I think we'll go ahead and just keep, we'll just keep that okay. in play. We'll keep it in play. Why not? Sure. Makes okay. sense. No sense of walking it back. So uh, it does not disarm for its perilous time. Uh, but it doesn't mean it's not going to try to do something. Um, as it is going to, um, <clears throat> I think this time it's probably just going to do a, um, missed before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it probably makes sense so. for the thing to gain some ground. It's going to disengage, sorry, maneuver away for one action point. And then proceed to 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. It comes all the way to the back of the cavern. And you can see it's near a wooden lift that descends downward. And the Siobhan turns around toward the lift as to come, as to go down, as to lower itself down, as it's moving toward that direction. Uh, the other Siobhan as well uh, is going to do the same thing, maneuver away. Uh, for one action point, and um, go 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. It'll step on the the lift that drops down. Uh, the other one who's on the ground, I believe it's kind of chokehold if I'm not mistaken. So it must attempt to resist, uh, and it's going to, oh my god, 25% uh, chance. I thought it was unconscious. Oh, sorry, you're right, it's unconscious. My apologies, you're right. Oh, um, hey, but hey, they released How did I not hit it then? Mm -hmm. I would have just killed it. Never mind. It was. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, that's a, that's a good point. Let's uh, let's go ahead. Let's do that. Yeah, we'll assume I, I that uh, we'll assume at this point. If we look back at the combat map, we know that uh, these two Siobhan have essentially escaped. They're getting the hell out of here. They're trying to leave. Um, and, and they're coming toward a lift back here. And we'll assume at this point, Banneker just kind of drives the weapon home and kills the, the Siobhan on the ground as it's expired, it's, it's, it's dead. Um, Terwin is still lying on the ground, which leaves the final, the final Siobhan, uh, which happens to be near uh, Harper, who has pledged a, a life of uh, pacifism or as close as you yeah, get to it, right? Yeah. He's still uh, learning. So, the Siobhan drops, drops the the whip, and with one, with a pair of long arms, it grabs one of the one of the gunpowder barrels, and that's two AP. And for its last action point, it assumes you're not going to attack it. Right. Like, an opportunity attack. You're going to go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And it comes up the stairs and it drops the barrel at its feet. Terwin, what are you going to do? I'm gonna get up. Okay. Uh, four. Two AP. Okay. Thank you. You don't have coordination training? Gee, no. Nope, unfortunately not. A fighter coordination training? Yeah. So Terra comes to his feet, and you can see the Siobhan at the top of the stairs, where you came from originally, and it dro literally drops a barrel of gunpowder in front of itself. 
Does it smash it or no? It's a, dry, it's a it's a barrel now. Oh, that's it's what I was wondering. Oh, yeah. It's it's like, it is bunk bunk bunk. Like he kind of like drops it to the ground. So it's lying in front of it on its side at the top of the stairs, and you see it places one one foot on top of it. So, what will you do, Terwin? Uh, I'm gonna call out. <laughs> I'm gonna call out. It's gonna blow it. Um, put an arrow in it, uh, and then I'll gather my weapons. Okay. Because uh, they were dropped when that's, I that's got right. That's right. That's right. So one AP. Okay. Cool. So that brings us to Warren. Or sorry, her. What will you do? Um, so to clarify, she is right here, and you get you kind of can see just barely down. You can kind of see where the Siobran went, and you suspect where it's at. You, can, you have a clear view of it, unfortunately. Okay. Um, now that we have grids, we can actually trace line of sight, and you have no line of sight, but you know at least it's that direction. Okay. I'll. Run in that direction until he's... Run? For three action points? No, no. I'll hustle. hustle that way, yes. Okay, how many yards will you move? Uh, nine. Nine? Are you going to engage with it? Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. On the stairs? The bottom of the stairs or up top of the stairs? Uh, I'll stay on the bottom. Okay. All right. You're at the bottom of the stairs, and the thing kind of looks down toward you with the mask, and you can see that that there it appears to be that the mask has been carved in the face of what looks like these burning flames. And within the flames, there's these small, tiny cat eyes that are made of jewels that have been placed inside uh, the mask proper. So, what do you wish to do? <laughs> Channel power. Okay. So, with what weapon? With the bullwhip. Okay. You see that she draws the she she places her hand and you see this ointment on her hand and she brings it down the weapon as such. She and just covered in it's covered in oil. So what are you going to do? Uh, I will attack. We channel for one, two, or three steps. Three. So chaos, You bring the whip up. <laughs> It's going to be normally it'd be a standard test because you're on lower ground. It's taller, so you have normally have a routine, but you're on lower ground, so it's standard. You channeled three steps, so it's a trivial test. Okay. Roll that and your three d six chaos dice. All right. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be eight percent chance to succeed. And a one succeeds. There is one chaos. There's one six. Okay. One success? critical success and he rolled a zero. And, a and, a, and I, I rolled a six. Nice. And a chaos man. So roll damage for now. Okay. To start with. Oh well, I guess I'll trigger the. Well, you roll damage first. Okay. Then we resolve the chaos Uh Fifteen. Fifteen damage. That to use is Ron, right? Yeah. You're still using the bullwhip, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Fifteen. It is moderately wounded. Okay. Now, there's something you should know about the profession, Fell Knight. When they channel power, if they channel for three steps and anything lands on the phase six, it's a greater manifestation. Nice. So, Firestorm. what I would like for you to do, hold on to your percentiles for just a moment 
because we're going to find out what happens next week on <laughs> Queen of Embers with the cast manifestation. Everybody gets one immediate advance for the evening. I need a coordination to be able to duck this explosion. So we're going to wrap up for the night. Um, obviously, uh, give yourself one advance. Uh, coincidentally, I think what we should probably do um, is, I know we said last time where it's either one advance or one focus. If you want to take three focuses, do it. Uh, or one advance. It's up to you. Yeah. So, we're literally going to pick up next week where we left off on episode 68. Harper, you're going to be next in line for the turn. We're not going to re-roll. Nice. Uh, but because we did carry over on combat, we're going to refresh the fortune pool. Cool. Um, and we will find out what happens um, with the chaos manifestation uh, at the very, very beginning of, <laughs> of next game session. So, uh, Warren, be sure to give yourself nine corruption for greater manifestation. Or Sorry, my apologies. Three corruption for three steps. Okay. So uh, remember, you may also use channel power as a as in as a reaction mm -hmm. to difficulty rating being called out. So you don't have to do it up front. Although I guess you could argue maybe you do as a fell knight, but we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later. So um, we need to resolve uh, corruption. some corruption. Corruption. And I think we can pretty much assume at this point that the other Siobhan are going to get away. They're going. They're gone. Whoa, 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 Mister. <laughs> unless you want to start rolling first, and unless I'm, you know I'm going to get another extra round right. on them. That's right. <laughs> I'm killing those bitches. So, to to clarify, to clarify, we are continuing combat next game session, not Whoa. refreshing initiative, so you don't get an additional turn. You go through your normal initiative rounds. That's I'm it. still going to beat them on initiative. Yeah. It's like we hear. So, 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 let's clarify real quick. We're going to continue combat next time, and you don't want to let them escape down the left. Absolutely not. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll carry through that. That Don't roll any air dice. Don't want to see any, no other initiatives no. right now. So let's uh, just go ahead and put your cards up here for now. Um, so what is the cards, please? Don't need your number on it. I just need your card. You already got it. <coughs> so don't roll your values, please. These creatures killed much of them. I am, I'm in... So let's um Channel let's uh let's do corruption real quick. Yeah, so um oh, I think uh, so what's the corruption value? So the value for tonight is we're right here, right in front of the camera, why not? Um will be four. <laughs> oh I got Stupid. a fade point. Whoa! Awesome! I was really close to fade, fade point. You kinda needed it. I, I mean, was in were... an eight. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. So, um, next week we'll continue episode 68. We'll see what unfolds with the chaos manifestation, what happens with the barrel. Hopefully your roll doesn't do anything really bad. Um, but if it does, um, it could be bad for everybody because remember, barrels have an explosion. What's the worst that could happen? I'm just really hoping that wall helps me a little bit, even though yeah. explosions. Chaos are... Manifesto, Firestorm. Could happen. So, to clarify, just because I think what's important to talk about when we talk about explosions, so it's, 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 the, it's the quintessential question with Fireball. 
Does fireball explode out, or does it simply incinerate the air around it? Fills the space. Right. Fills, well, a fireball would fill the space, but I think that you would probably get the benefit of 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 heavy cover right. being behind a wall as you are. Oh. If you're actually asking happen. like what happens with fireball spells, yes, you would have heavy cover against a fireball. Well, I'm talking about Zweihander. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the question always in D&D is like, does a fireball explode outward, or does it fill the space? In D&D, it fills the space. Well, this isn't a fireball. This is gunpowder, and gunpowder explodes outward. Mm-hmm. So because you have where you're at, at least, if we're to look at the board for just a moment, oh, you're kind of right here. If, now, this is only if it happens, right? <laughs> if it happens, you've got these barrels and these barrels. Um, Guaranteed and, two part numbers. Though. But we just have to we just have to see what happens. We don't we don't really know yet. Um, that's the that's the excitement of waiting I until love, the beginning of next session to roll. And I love that it's coming from Nick. You know, I ran over there. I ran over there to save the party. You know, you know, chokehold this person so that he couldn't kick the, You're the barrel. Using that tone of voice, that's like. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I know I TPK guys, but like, right. I mean, um, hey, it's not a guarantee you so and I both I stand I, right in the open. I want to clarify one last thing because this is important to remember. And we didn't do this in the middle of combat, but I want you to keep this in mind moving forward. Taints of Chaos must be triggered unless it's a permanent effect. Evil Eye is not a permanent effect. Permanent okay. effect would be permanently adjust your primary attribute bonus to five. Or change your primary attribute to nine percent. Okay, uh, it must be triggered, um, which means you must be suffering from stress, fear, or terror, or have ten or more corruption in a game session. Okay. So now remember, we discussed that she can flip back and forth, but I think that allowing you to flip between more and then back to her is kind of cheating the system. Um, I think we can pretty much assume that during the time that you are her, that you've already flipped. And remember, when you manually flip to her, you gain six corruption. So, be sure to account for that. Gotcha. And so, what that essentially means is whenever whenever she is in control, you can take advantage of your taints of chaos. But remember, when you make that flip, it's six corruption immediately. Gotcha. That's why that's why I asked for the physical tell. So, uh, we'll continue next week. Thanks all for coming. Thanks for watching. Thanks for your patronage. We're Thanks. knocking down goals still. It's crazy. Yeah, like, it's four cool. new patrons yeah, in the past, like, four at, hours. Yeah, yeah, we're at record uh, levels. We're at... 395. That's great. And uh, record number of papers are at 66. That's great. Nice. So that's not 66. So, patrons will be probably live for the patrons already, too. Uh, in real time, we'll be live on um, Adam Coble's stream and uh, pay per thing for drive through yeah. But um, nonetheless, uh, thanks for your patrons. Thanks for these cool, pay for these cool koozies. Get it here. The slider koozies. Uh, we'll see you merch, all merch. next week on episode 68. One away. Of Queen of Embers. See you Bye. later. Bye. 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 Bye.